gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. I told you already, I'm gonna kill you. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow. That's not how the force works. Very small man can cast a very large shadow. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. Impressive. Most impressive. You are on the Sith list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 51 of the Sith list. I am your host, Raj Shahi. And my two co-pilots for this evening's crazy adventure, the man we call Boo, Carlos Boo Arguello, and the Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. I'm going to call him from here on out. Captain Crunch, sitting right next to me, Les Crunch Crunch, is Moore Gonzalez. There we go. Did we do it right this time? I is don't it, think we did it right. No, I don't think we did it right either. Yeah, I'm just going to no. agree from here on out. Yeah, <laughs> and tonight, we have a very, very special show. This has been in the works for a while. This amazing person... Moved down to Australia. Down is the but word. But she still is committed to coming on mm-hmm. the Sith list and being with us this evening. She is from Making Star Wars great podcast, Rebel Girl. And I got to meet her at Star Wars Celebration. Mm-hmm. And she actually drank vodka. Hell it was, but it was strong. <laughs> the wonderful Miss Tracy Gardner. Hey, guys. How's it going? Great. great. How are you doing? Awesome. This is the second podcast I've been on that um, someone has a story about me at Celebration where I offered them a flask. <laughs> oh, so I'm kind of really? excited. Like, yeah, it's the second time someone's been like, yeah, we drank together somewhere. And I'm like, sweet. That's my legacy. <laughs> yeah, that is your legacy. We, we drank. T- first time I met you was in line for the Last Jedi panel. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we were it was over the overnighter. And we were all drinking. And you had some kind of concoction. And then I said, hey, I have a whole flask of vodka. So I brought that. Yeah, it was a whole passing around kind of shenanigan going on that night. It was a, it was Sounds a crazy like you night. You guys were just a bunch of drunken Star Wars people. We Perhaps. were. We were. Perhaps. Yeah. Okay. It was a rough one. It was yeah. a rough night. Yes. But we got through it. Mm-hmm. So how's Australia, Miss Garner? Um, it's great. It's fun. It's um, I haven't seen any spiders yet, which is really weird. Yeah, I heard that there's some massive spiders Big over old there, right? Fuckers over there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm in Melbourne, so I think that they're gonna like just all come at once and like. <laughs> Just, yeah, make it make it a big old deal when it becomes summer. But and for winter, yeah, I haven't seen any, which has been like a, kind of a letdown because I like mentally prepared myself. You were pumped <laughs> up. You were pumped up to see some spiders. Yeah, right? I just was prepared for like spiders and snakes and alligators. And all I've seen are like hipsters. So, yeah. <laughs> is, there, is there a lot of hipsters over there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wow. live in like kind of I live in kind of like the hipster part. So uh, you got the wool cap on, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I guess, you know, whatever, it's uh, 96 degrees out. Yeah, better, better put on the old wool cap. Yeah. Got a lot uh, going on under there, yeah? Under, under the wool cap? Thinking about your sideburns? Yeah, no, 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 you're not a complete jackass, yeah. It's like the Brooklyn of Australia? Actually, yeah. I'm living on, like, Chapel Street um, in Melbourne, which is actually very much like Brooklyn. Huh, that's very cool. Yeah. And how is yeah. your, your great Adam doing? <laughs> He's good. Very Aussie. Still a stormtrooper. 
all the good stuff. <laughs> that guy yeah. at Celebration made me laugh like no other, by the way. He is a funny, funny dude. Funny guy. Oh, yeah. Can I swear? Because I'll tell everyone his like favorite word. Oh, yeah. Yes, please swear. Oh, yeah. Swear. Okay. Swear. swear the fuck out of this yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah go sure. for it. So yeah. We, yeah. Did he call you a cunt? It was in a, in a nice way. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's like their biggest accolade. Oh, is it? Okay. So if, yeah. Oh, yeah. So if an Australian calls you a cunt, it's like basically calling you like a really cool person. It's like, oh, you mad cunt. And it like actually means that like you're the most awesome person <laughs> I've ever met. Cool. Oh, that's fantastic. That's I was really cool. bummed out yeah. after I met him. I thought he didn't like me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, isn't no, that yeah. the case in Australia? I heard like the more vulgar, it, it's all about being as vulgar as you can be. And that's like, okay. Yeah, there's like this really fun like ribbing culture where everyone just like, <clears throat> they call it taking the piss. Like nothing is sacred. Like huh. you can just, yeah, everyone just says like, oh man, the insults are so good and they're so creative. I like, I don't have it quite down, but next time we all talk, I will. I'll have all like Aussie slang down where I can just like, rail someone and that basically means like oh i love you we're best friends but i just said like something terribly that's, that, that's my yeah. that's my kind of country right yeah there. that's awesome yeah it really is fun what i wanted to ask you is how is the geekdom down there like is it just as strong as it is here in the states or in london or in europe Are people into their crazy geekdom like star wars and doctor who and marvel dc like they are here um, yeah, I mean, the Comic-Con scene isn't as strong. Like, obviously, living in SoCal, I had San Diego Comic-Con and LA Comic-Con and, you know, WonderCon. Um, so it's not like, it's not as organized, but I feel like it is still as like fervent. Like, I, I work in a bar and we have like our tip jar is a Darth Vader helmet. So it's, it's, it's there and it's like subtle and it's, it's fun because when you meet like other geeky people, they're, you know, really excited. I noticed here that everyone was kind of like keeping track of San Diego comic-con news. Um, and it, that was kind of cool to see from the outside because I've gone to that every year and I didn't really know what the experience of following it from the outside was like, and it was actually kind of fun, but it was cool because like, it was like what everyone was talking about that week. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely there. It's just a different manifestation because there aren't quite the like organized, you know, con type environments. So you have to like find the people that are into the same stuff as you in just a different way. But yeah, it's definitely there. And, and I heard, by the way, there is no Fosters in Australia. Is this correct? <laughs> Fosters, Australian for beer. Yes, that is correct. Nobody, um, nobody drinks fucking Fosters in Australia, right? No, I haven't seen it once. Like. Yeah. There's like shitty beer that was great. There's like Carlton Draft and um like Victoria Bitters and like all these like like Bud Lights. They're like the Bud Lights of Australia. The Bud Lights of Australia. The oh. Coors Lights and the Bud Lights of Australia. Coors Lights. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and they love PBR. They do. They love PBR. Oh my God. Huh. Every, I love everyone that who place. loves yeah, Takate and PBR. Like people go wow. off that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's like yeah. that's like how uh, Austin is. I went to Austin and PBR is like you have to drink PBR if you go to a bar in Austin. You have huh. no choice. Yeah, it's crazy. It's everywhere. And it's yeah, cheap. did you guys ever do like the dollar and a paper bag thing when in um, New York? No, we used to do PB. We used to do PBR in LA. We did PBR in a paper bag for a dollar, and it was always called like the paper bag special. That's fucking amazing. No, awesome, I just yeah. we just drink PBR with just cheap. We just drink it out in the open. Yeah, yeah. hope we didn't we, get we caught by the Cali. Just get the PBR and just drink it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah just, just enjoy it when you have it because it's $10 a can here. Holy hell. It's like an import yeah. over there. 
Nope. My yes. God. It <laughs> Isn't is that weird? Like, That's so it, weird. I like, so what is my life when PBR is like, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. That's so cool. Well, you, are you ready to get into some geekdom with, with, the, with us here? Always. I know, obviously, you love Star Wars. And I listen to your podcast. And you and Amanda do an amazing job. You guys mm-hmm. are awesome. And I think it's two years now, right? Or it's coming up to two years? Yeah. Today's our birthday. Oh, That's my gosh. Awesome. Happy birthday. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. That Apple is so girls, cool. Two years old. That's awesome. That is fantastic. We just hit our 50th episode last week. So we're almost at 52, mm-hmm. um, which is in a couple of weeks. So that is uh, so congrats, cool. Congrats, guys. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you very much. What is some other stuff that you're into, like geekdom-wise? I know you're a Game of Thrones fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love the books. I'm loving the show. Oh, man. I mean, I've always really liked anime. I've, yeah, I've been into that since I was a kid. And then, uh, I, okay, so I like Marvel and DC. Um, I especially love, like, the New 52. And I read comics when I can. The movies, like, I'm so hot and cold. Kind of touch and go with the movies. But I just saw Spider Man. What'd you think? Epic. Oh, so good. Epic, right? That was very good. Yeah. Yeah. Homecoming was amazing. And then I love Wonder Woman. Yeah, I'm trying to think what other like big fandoms I have. How about uh, Walking Dead? Do you do it or no? Um I love the comics. Okay. The show. I'm at like two seasons behind. I I hate to be such a downer. The acting got a little sketch for me and I just I I, it lost me, but I'm definitely gonna like catch up and kind of binge watch it one day once I like you know, right. some of those things. And don't be bummed out because, Tracy, you are not the first person no. to have this exact same response. The last couple of seasons, people are pretty down on it. And the ratings have been showing. I mean, they're still kicking ass, but mm-hmm. they're nowhere near where they used to be. Yeah. I mean, I remember, like, I don't want to be too spoilery, but uh, it was weird to watch reactions to stuff in the show that was oh, like gotcha. that were really big. And then having already read them in the comics, it was like this strange thing where it was like, I, I mean, it was the same thing with Game of Thrones, having read the books and mm-hmm. then watching everyone like react to the Red Wedding. But I had that experience of watching everyone kind of freak out about certain things in The Walking Dead and being like, yeah, they did that in the comics like four years ago. And <laughs> yeah. it was just weird. I was like a geek hipster. Like, um, I like that fan <laughs> when it was cool. And right. yeah. Well, that's awesome. But Les is a huge anime fan, by the way. So if you guys want to talk anime... Do it all that. So we're, I'm not so, a huge yeah. and I think Boo watches anime, bit, right? A little right? bit, much, much less. Yeah, than so we less, talk anime. Bit, we yeah. talk anime here mm-hmm. sometimes. We do a little thing. And are you, are you excited about Death Note on Netflix? Yeah, I actually, um, I haven't read or watched Death Note. Um, it's on my binge list. Okay, yeah. <laughs> cool. What is your favorite anime? Oh man, I have a couple. I, I'm really basic, and I love Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball Z. Like, I'll never, like... I, I finally got around to that point where I'm like, you know what? Those are real anime. I'm not gonna have anyone tell me that they're not. And then I love uh, Ranma One and a Half and... Okay. Oh, oh man. I just saw... Um, I just saw Your Name. Oh, what's that one? Uh, it's, um... It's a really good movie. It, it's like... Uh, oh, I can't remember when it came out. It, it finally came to the States. I think they ran a trailer for it. Yeah, I think they ran a trailer for it in one of the movies I saw. It's cool. a really good anime movie. It's awesome. It's called, it's called Your Name? Yeah, it's Your Name in English and then Kimi no Wawa in Japanese. Cool. Kimi no Wawa. Kimi no Wawa sounds way better than Your Name. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. And Dragon Ball Z was always a real anime. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, why it's right? a real anime. Yeah. When you watch it, you go, wait a minute. I Actually, to tell the truth, I can only watch it with Japanese. I can only watch it in Japanese and I read the subtitles. 
Oh my God, going back and watching it with subtitles is so fun because some of the dubbing, I did the same with Sailor Moon. I went back and watched both of them with um, subtitles and it's like so crazy the stuff that they changed when we were kids. Yes. Exactly. And then you watch you watch the unedited versions or like the actual Japanese versions and you're like, whoa, that's really adult. Yeah. No, it is. And then it's cool to get the actual voice tone of, of character like Goku and you're like, oh, okay, this is, you know, Sean Schimmel is good as an, as the English voice, but to hear the Japanese voice is really cool. Look at you two yeah. talking of anime on the Sith. Like, this, is, <laughs> this is awesome. Well, I, I watch almost all my anime in Japanese. So you yeah. watch you watch your American movies in Japanese, which is really weird. Yeah, he has to wait a little bit. <laughs> just yeah, he has to, to wait a little myself. bit to see him. Yeah. <laughs> no, but question for you: Voltron, which is my favorite kid cartoon ever, isn't that a type of anime? Mm-hmm. It is, right? Yeah. So why not? Yeah. Okay, well then there you go. I fucking watch anime too. There you it's, go. It was called Go Lion. Yeah. Oh, Japan. Japan. Yeah, Japan. yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Go Lion. Yeah. Go Lion. So, you can tell. Usually when you look at the animation style, you can tell what's an anime and what isn't. Right on. And what was brought over and, and dubbed for the U.S. Sure. audiences. Cool, cool. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's cool. So you anime. You like Game of Thrones. You like walking it up to the last uh, until the last couple of seasons. <laughs> the acting's gone to shit. So, yeah, you're, so you're, you got your geek to spread out. Well-versed, yes. Well-versed in geekdom. All right, let's get into some box office real quick. Let's break down the box office, and this comes from boxofficemojo.com. And we have a double number one weekend for Dunkirk. Huh, so Dunkirk's not done. Dun- nice. Like that? Nice. Not Dunkirk. Not Dunkirk. <laughs> $28 million, 28.1. The Emoji Movie, $25 million. I think all you have to do now is just make a fucking kid movie and just put it out there. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be Disney and it'll make you $20 million. <laughs> Yeah, but wouldn't it make a little bit... I thought it would make a little bit more. I thought it would at least crush being a kid movie. CGI, emoji. But there's, it's, it's but from whatever. Sony. It's not from Disney. It's not, it's not yeah, Pixar related. Sony, you are yeah. shitty. <laughs> Sony, you are shitty. Uh, Girls Trip, $20 million. Still killing it. What? I, I'm telling you. Know you. What? Yes. And it's been getting yes. great reviews. It is. It. It's about. That's. I would expect nothing less. Not, right. not like a box office breaker, but yes, it's steadily going to get up to like seventy million. I Watch. gave it you're no getting, credit. No, because you're getting the black girls' comedy romp perspective. So yeah, huh. there's there's enough there's enough there for for it to make money. Gotcha. And there's an audience there for it. Yep. Atomic Blonde made eighteen point five. It's a rated R movie, so that's that's normal. It is. It should have made at least twenty something. Yeah, though. exactly. So Dunkirk number one emoji movie, number two Girls Trip, number three, number four Atomic Blonde. Well, let's get into some random schmeal. We are very excited about this. How about you, Tracy? Are you excited to see Charlie Theron kick some ass? Yeah, it looks really fun. I saw the trailer, and I don't really know. Is it like based on a book or a comic? Or uh, great question. I don't. I I haven't seen anything or heard anything about that, but I I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't to be, be shocked either. Yeah, if it was like yeah. a graphic novel or or one of those uh verdict like DC Vertigo oh, yeah. titles. Mm-hmm. Possibly. What, what I love about it, like everything else these days, it's set in the eighties. Set like in nineteen eighty three or something, or eighty four, something like that. And it just the trailer with the music and the oh, it was synced up perfectly. Yeah, it was. I can't wait. I had like New Order in the trailer. They had Depeche Mode in the trailer. Shit, I am pumped. Yeah. That better be like the wrong. trailer. You can't go wrong. You cannot go wrong. But he, here's the thing: she had some stuff to say about Michelle Rodriguez because Michelle Rodriguez recently has had some beef with the Fast and the Furious. And mm-hmm. Michelle, she made headlines criticizing the way women are being used in popular 
franchises like Fast and the Furious. Charlize joined her with this thing. Now she's in the franchise now, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yes, and she's signed on to do two more. Yes. But the thing with Michelle Rodriguez is she said that she's not. She doesn't want to be in them anymore if they don't start treating females like the males, meaning mm-hmm. pay scale. Yeah. And she has a point. So Charlize Theron said, "Yeah, I mean." I feel it's super valid. This is somebody who has been with this franchise for a really long time. And I can personally say I'm a fan of the franchise because of her. She's incredible. And she's the heart of the whole franchise. And that was on Variety, I believe. Um, Put that up. So this is the thing. I'm hoping, I'm praying that Atomic Blonde is number one this week. I know that fucking Emoji movie is coming out. It's a tank. That's I don't know. I think it made a lot of money on the it's first night. It's tank. And something else is coming out big this week. Uh, Dunkirk came out, right? Or that was last week. Dunkirk was last week, but okay. that, that had a big first week, so it might have yeah. another. And we've talked week. in the past, Tracy, about we need more female lead roles, and we need them to succeed mm-hmm. in order for these studios to give these roles to the females, obviously. B- before Wonder Woman, the last film with a lead female role to get number one was like 2014 or 15. Mm-hmm. It was Lucy. Oh, yeah. Right? What do you think about this, Tracy, about pay scales and people? I know people had a problem with uh, Daisy Ridley not making as much as everybody else, but that was kind of a little under whack because she was brand new. And yeah, Boyega was brand new. Deal, and he, would, yeah. he didn't make a lot either. But someone like a Michelle Rodriguez or someone like a Scarlett Johansson or Charlize Theron, they should be making the same as the male counterparts. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really strange, too, because I feel like Michelle Rodriguez occupies this really interesting space in, like, action movies. Because not only is she in so many movies, like, sh- her career is really great, but Michelle Rodriguez is just a fantastic action star. And I feel like even though everyone knows who she is, everyone knows, like, what she kind of brings to a film, especially in, like, the Fast and the Furious movies, it's like... It's this weird juxtaposition where you have like Michelle Rodriguez kicking ass and being this great, you know, action star. And it's like, okay, you know, maybe there's something to pull like feminism wise and like say like, oh, cool, this movie's giving women a chance. And then it's like you have her next to, you know, a girl that's being used as a prop just as much as a car. Those movies do that. And it's not a slight towards them because I, I think they're fun. I get why people like them, but yeah, they definitely do have this tendency to be like every other action movie where it's like they're using women as a prop, but then you also have this female star. And so for her, like I've always wondered what that's like, exactly like, yeah. how, how she kind of like justifies that and works around that. And I think it's cool that she's stepping up and like finally voicing all this. I mean, she has for a while. She's always kind of said stuff. Um, and I remember like back in the day, like she had kind of a run in with the law and stuff and became a little bit of like an outsider again in Hollywood and then had to like kind of do the um, Robert Downey Jr. thing and kind of like come back out of that. Yeah, she had but, a situation when she was on Lost, I remember. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's it's cool that Charlie Theron's like supporting her, but Charlie Theron, unfortunately, probably also didn't have the same pay issues because she's a pretty white woman in Hollywood who's mm-hmm. going to get cast as like all these diverse roles and given much more opportunities versus Michelle, who's always going to be typecast as sort of the Hispanic, like sassy yeah. tough girl. Right. And yeah. And the, the girl she, from the or, hood. or quote unquote spicy. No, tough she's, girl, she's basically say, right? the girl from the, from the hood. Like, right. just like mm-hmm. in her first yeah. girl fight. She, mm-hmm. was, just uh, the, she uh, was great in girl Puerto fight. Man. Girl who beat the crap out of you and, can take a punch and throw a punch. Yeah, exactly. You're definitely yeah. right. 
So she's dealing with like a lot of different things. It's like she's Latina and then she's also, you know, that tough girl. She also gets like sexualized too. It's just like, it's strange. Like I absolutely love her and I admire her and her career so much. And the fact that she's saying this, but I also think there's just so much that you can look at in her career and like kind of see how indicative it is of these types of movies and like what they do to women. And it's not necessarily saying like, I don't like these movies and I don't think that they're fun to watch, but it's just, it's interesting to like kind of dissect. And yeah. yeah, no, no, you're exactly right. I mean, well, she's, she's, she has become a fixture of the franchise. That's she for has, sure. Yeah. yeah. But Tracy does have a great point because here's Michelle Rodriguez and she's Letty and she's supposed to be a badass. But then you have Natalie Emanuel's character who's supposed to just be the computer hacker who doesn't even get to do her job. Really. It's like she's right. just there because she's cute. Mm-hmm. And she's the one that's in Game of Thrones. Yes. Yes, that's right. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, standing in a, in a, wide shot or a, a group shot there you have you know one end and then you also have like we said the cute mixed girl and then yes she's definitely right charlie Theron is charlie Theron though she's been afforded many a, a high level opportunity yeah she's a megastar an and i i wonder if charlie Theron made more money than michelle rodriguez oh i'm sure oh yeah, this last I would, one i would oh, imagine, for sure yeah, right sure i would yeah. imagine but, but doesn't that go across the board in general for women anyway because then you have all these ladies who create so much, like uh, Tina Fey and yeah. Amy Poehler. So shouldn't they also? I mean, well, that's what's great about Tina Fey. Amy Poehler are people that are, the women are stepping up and becoming executive producers, directors, mm-hmm. writers, all of that stuff. They are taking the lead in this where they're going to be making the decisions yeah. on who's the lead, mm-hmm. how much people are going to get paid. Exactly. Hopefully, knock on wood. <laughs> and they'll make money themselves doing it. Yeah. So it's great. Yeah. It's so complicated, though, because it's like you have white women do better. So it's like they get paid more. They get better roles. They can play, you know, more diverse roles. But also like women like Michelle Rodriguez. And then I'm trying to remember her name. Do you guys watch Orange is the New Black? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um. Why am I blanking on the actress's name? Who she works in the kitchen. She's in like everything. Oh, she's great. Salinas. No, no, no. She was uh, in us. A... Okay. So there's Salinas Leva. And then the one who just she just got released from prison, right? In in the uh, show? I think so. No, no, she's talking about wasn't she just in Spider Man? The Yeah. The, yeah, she the was just in Spider Man. She was the one that has a kid on the outside that's in trouble. Oh mm-hmm. so, uh yeah. Selena Slava. Yeah, Selena yeah. Slava. Yeah. She's yeah, yeah. the one who plays She's a great actress. And I, I think I just like proved my point. I didn't I couldn't remember her name, which is like yeah, sad that she's sucks. she's literally in everything and she's an amazing actress, but it's like how many times is someone like Charlie Saren going to be given a chance or like Tina Fey to not only like be a lead actress in a movie, but even when their movies bomb, they still get an option. And it's like, you're never going to see certain like Hispanic women and black women who are literally like almost character actresses, but not like they get those like weird mm-hmm. supporting roles, but they're also like get tons of supporting roles. And sometimes they carry the entire scene and like they're the best actresses in like yes. a piece of work yeah, but they're never going to be given forever. a chance yeah, yeah. yeah. no you're yeah. right you're right you're that's a great point a great point i mm-hmm. mean you would say the wba would be like the working black actress she may not be viola davis who is going to get that's exactly all who i was going to say the beast roles and do like you know she has great range but here's but, but here's have, the thing viola davis who is probably one of the best actresses alive right now yes. she's unbelievable yes are they ever going to give her a lead role? I know the um, the help. She was the lead in yes. that. But she had an insane, huge uh, cast with her. Oh, no. And I'm that sure, was talented. But, but every, if you... Yes. Like she deserves right. a lead role. Yeah, she in a does. Film. No, she does. Exactly. 
to be able to stand across some of the she deserves to be able to stand across some of the uh, good leading men in Hollywood too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, it's sit at the same but table. And, yeah. and that even makes it a better point. She deserves to get paid like some of them too. What Tracy is bringing up though is the truth. It's that you're going to be typecast because of the color of your skin. What you're being pushed as or cast as, and you're right. Let Lupita be in a movie that doesn't do well. Yeah, and then and then, we'll and then hire her again for to give her another shot. Yeah, and yeah. then we'll see what happens. Well, that's what that. I love so, about Star Wars right now. It, it seems like they're pushing that envelope, keeps pushing, and I want to see a female director direct a Star Wars film. Mm-hmm. It's time. It would be cool. Yeah, it would be. We got a little serious here, Tracy Garner. <laughs> oh, hi guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're supposed to be like talking about PBR and <laughs> spiders I'm and like- shit, and now we got into like some serious stuff. I'm bringing that like analysis. That I know. That's great. I love it. That's great. Yeah. Really good conversation. Yeah, that was really good. Very important conversation. Let's talk a little Rocket Man. I didn't know about this, but last week, the Daily Mail announced that Tom Hardy is officially not going to be playing Elton John. I didn't even fucking know Tom Hardy was playing Elton John. Yeah. What? What? (laughs) And I I didn't even know there was a biopic about Elton John. Yeah. Rocket Man is the title uh, produced by Matthew Vaughn. Huh. Okay. Which, who is the director of The Kingsman. Yeah. And obviously, they went after Mr. Teron Egerton uh-huh. to play Elton John. Huh. And I, the reason was because of sc- uh, scheduling conflict with Tom Hardy and also Egerton can sing like a champ, they say. And I think it's going to be a long, long time till touchdown brings me around again to find I'm not the man they think I am at home. Oh, no. No, no. I'm a rocket man. What? Yeah. Well, he's in that movie, Sing. Uh, is he? Oh, he, he's the he lead is the lead. He's, yeah, the, he's lead the lead character in Sing. Oh, shit. Yeah, there you go. I know that. Huh. Yeah, exactly. So here's uh, what the Daily Mail had to say. Uh, uh, let's see here. According to Daily Mail, Taron Egerton has been having conversation with Rocky Man producer Matthew Vaughn. Uh, and Dexter Fletcher about boarding the biopic to play Elton John. As for why Tom Hardy is no longer involved with the project, supposedly Dunkirk Sarah had trouble with uh, singing. And since Egerton has no problem with belting out tunes, that makes him worthier actor for the job. Egerton will also be playing, this is cool, Robin Hood next year in the reboot huh. by the legendary Archer, which also stars Jimmy Fox, Eve Haas, and Ben Mendelsohn. Ooh, a little Mendo action. Wow. And James okay. Dornan from Fifty Shades. Let, let me of, guess yeah. who Bit Mendo's going to be. He's got to be the Friar. sheriff of Nottingham. Yes, probably. I was, no, I was hoping Friar Tuck. No. No, he's going to be a villain. He's going to be a great villain. He, Friar Tuck I, with a white cape. Yeah. He'd be amazing. Actually, you know what? In a black cloak as sheriff of Nottingham. Emily, what's up? Yeah, Shout Emily Lynn. Yeah. That's all you. That's true. <laughs> now, how cool would this be? Now, I would have loved to see Tom Hardy. As Elton John, just to see how he would have done it. Yeah, yeah, that. He's a method actor, and he gets in, in really uh-huh. involved. He would have been Elton John for about three, four months. <laughs> yeah. But I like this. I like uh, Eggsy, as I call him. Yeah, I like Eggsy doing this because I love this kid. Yeah, and he was up. We talked about this. He was up for the Han Solo job, mm-hmm. and he almost freaking got it. Yeah, it was in top three, top yeah, three. top three or top four, and and but he's still getting some great roles, which is great. My my question is where. Because Teron Egerton is very young, still to be playing very young. John. Yeah, where does this stop? I, 
Oh, okay. Well, are they gonna eat? Are they gonna have do some like super awesome makeup job and age him? To I think I think they'll do a makeup a job. Or? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, this is what I want to see. I want to see early Elton John because That'd I be love cool. early Elton John music. Mm-hmm. Right before Lion King, and then everything went to shit. <laughs> Yes. So I want to see how that all started. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And how he got through. And I'm sure they're going to show how hard it was for him to get through being a gay man. And during those times uh, when people weren't as accepting and he still killed it, Mm -hmm. still kicked ass. So this is really exciting, man. I'm very pumped up for this. Tracy, you Elton John fan at all? Oh, yeah. You want to sing Benny Benny and the Jets for us right now? (laughs) Oh, I love love that song. Yeah, I know. I love Elton John. I'm just like, I have a hard time getting like too excited about like, is, what are they called? Like music biopics? Yeah, exactly. Because they're, sometimes they're so good and then sometimes you're, they're so bad. You're I right. Mean, they, they have made some shitty I, ones. Yeah. I do love him. Um, what did you call him? Eggsy? Eggsy. Yeah, he was my, um, he was my pick for Han Solo. I was actually really disappointed. He, he'll always be like the one that got away. Yeah. So, he, he's just he would have been good. good. Yeah. Good. And the kid that played in Baby Driver, I forgot his name. It was, he, it was a complicated name. It was a bit it, hard. It's to very say. complicated. Elgort. Ansel Elgort. Ansel Elgort. Yeah. yeah, that's him. Yeah, okay. is that him? It's Aaron Wright? Because they have the same initials. Yeah, all of them yeah. have yeah. weird Aaron names. Aaron Wright is yeah. Han Solo, right? And then Ansel Elgort is Baby Driver. Yeah, and, okay. I, th- and I, th- I thought it. That's what it. Was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and thought I, the switch. Yeah. Like, oh, they're introducing. He would have been a good one too. Yeah, he would have been a good one too. We'll see how. Aaron Reich. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. You got to give. Yeah, why do all their names sound? I know. They all they all all vaguely look the same too. Yeah, they could be brothers. They have that like. Yeah. Did you throw Ty Sheridan in there, and they all look alike? Cyclops. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You throw him in there too, and you're like, okay, this is. Yeah, they're all wonderful, handsome. They're clones. Yeah, they are. You, Abu, you excited about this? Rocket Man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Elton John. Elton John, and like you said, seeing his backstory would be nice. Yeah, young Elton John would be very cool to see him growing up and, you know, the stuff that he went through and becoming a superstar and stuff like that. That'd be awesome. And what do you think about this Robin Hood situation? They should just give it up or you think the reboot? Well, Robin Hood is an interesting story if it's done right. I don't think it's ever been done right. That's the issue. So it's kind of like... Kevin Costner wasn't good enough for you, dude? No. All right. No. Um. So, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm kind of apprehensive about that one but it could be very cool because it, it is an interesting story yeah. but uh yeah yeah if it's done right yeah robin hood could be pretty kick-ass and and they have the if if he does yeah he has signed on for robin hood looks like he's already signed on for robin hood and he's talking to matthew vaughn for Great. this yeah. one yeah yeah so so then that's a good starting point and having matthew vaughn there that's awesome because they they work well together which yeah, is awesome to see less you excited you're a huge elton john fan aren't you yeah i like elton john Circle of Life was a good song. That was the last good song. <laughs> that was the last good song. Okay. El- Elton went. Elton went a little crazy, like right before the Lion King. He bounced back when he got his Vegas residency. And and you know what? I I agree with Tracy. You can get excited because some of these are really good. A lot of musical when they do follow someone's life as a musician, they're really good. They get to the nitty gritty, you know. And and I think for Elton John, he may just say, "Go ahead, show everything." It's time to start seeing those. We talked about this. Uh, it's time to start seeing like a Kurt Cobain one, possibly, you know, like Nirvana, Kurt Cobain. We got the Joy Division one back in the day. 
Yeah, we which did. was good. Oh, so good. That movie's amazing. That That's movie like one of the amazing. few that was really good. Control, yeah. It was called oh, Control. Yes. Yeah. And I, mean, it's yeah. A, I actually really saw good. one that I saw that in the I saw one yesterday night that was actually really good. What was it? Uh, was it Selena? No, it was yeah. the Jimi Hendrix Selena. one. That, um, yeah. Oh, Jimi Hendrix yeah, with, the one with Andre with Benjamin Andre, did, that, that Andre Benjamin. from Outcast did. And I was like, this yeah. is actually really damn good. It was pretty good. And that the, one just are you like, sure it wasn't La Bamba? No, and huh? that, that one went under the radar, but he did a very good job as Jimi Hendrix. So, I heard I heard it was very good. Very good. Yeah. It's uh, all is by my side or all is... By the way, going back to the, the Control one, this is, guys, if you haven't seen the movie Control, it was directed by Anton Corbin, is his name, who directed yes. that film. And he, he started his career directing the Pesh Mode videos, if I'm not mistaken. And he did that movie, and it's it's like filmed in film noir, kind of. It's black and white, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yes. And it's such a great movie. And you don't need so to great. like Joy Division. I love Joy Division and New Order. But Who doesn't like Joy Division? I don't know. I'm just saying there's got to be somebody out there. There's probably there's gotta be one troll there. out there that's going to say, fuck Joy Division. But <laughs> I love Joy Division. And I love New Order. Watch that movie. And there's another movie called 24-Hour Party People. Have you seen yes. that yes. one, Jason? Oh, so good. Such yeah. a great movie. And that is yeah. about the Manchester scene. And how the Smiths and New Order and Joy Division and all of that came together and Buzzcocks and all them. That movie is fun. It's funny. It's sad at times. It's done really well. So watch those two movies. All right. That's all I wanted to say about that. Go ahead, Les. No, that was it. Uh, I just wanted to Are you going to camp out for the Elton John film? I don't know about that, but I, I just <laughs> hope this opens the door. So like I said, I hope it opens the door and we get... A Nirvana movie, or we're gonna get. Yeah, I'm surprised we haven't had a Cobain you know, we're, film. We're getting to that point where it's our turn to get you know the stuff that we knew as kids mm-hmm. and, and start getting the artists that we knew. Right. So yeah, I'm just waiting to see what's next after that. I want a Gerardo biopic. Remember Gerardo? Rico. Rico Suave. Mm-hmm. I want a Gerardo. Oh man, yeah. How awesome would that be? See, I, I know my music. Horrible. I worked. I worked at a music. I worked at a place called Music Plus for six years. Do you remember Music Plus, Tracy? Arnick? <laughs> you should just make a movie I don't about one hit. I think wonder. we had that. I wait, was wait, just going to say. Tracy, where'd you have... grow up? Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Los Angeles. What? Okay, so do you remember the warehouse? Yes. Wait, wait, hold on hold for a second. Hold, hold on for a second, Tracy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to ask her how old. Uh, no, I don't want to well, ask okay, her. Yeah, no, I'm. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm 29. Oh, you're 20. 20 what? 29. Okay, so yeah, you wouldn't remember. Yeah, I don't think we had a we had tower. Our big thing was um when I was in high school, uh, our big thing was driving to Amoeba. In fact, I got like my first. Yeah, yeah, I got my first Smiths. Um, like I guess it would have been. Oh oh man, it would have been a CD at Amoeba, and (laughs) yeah, yeah. that's very cool. No, I, but yeah, we, that was our thing. Tower was our like rival, like, yeah, and right. we you worked at Music Plus, right? I, I worked at Music Plus for six years, and it was like our version of Tower, and it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome. But so that's why I know these obscure things, like who sings the song "Lady in Red." You know that song, that goddamn song, "Lady in Red." Every day I'd had somebody come in and ask me who sings that song because they wanted it for a wedding or an anniversary or something. <laughs> oh, God. Fuck you, Christopher. Yeah. That's who sang it. <laughs> so there it is. We just gave you like music, Elton John biopic. We're, we're, we're on a good roll here. Yes. Tracy, you got to come on more often. I can always talk music and like biopics, but I will always just bring the conversation back to like Selena. That's the only good music. Selena was a great movie. I'm not going to lie to you. This bumper was pulled off by the bus 
Of Salinas. <laughs> ¿Verdad? Órale. Sí, like Órale. Like I mean, anything for Salinas. No, that was fantastic. It was good. Well, you didn't like Selena, dude? No, it was good. I didn't. How I dare you right now? That would be her, her, your, your pick, though. Trivia. Yeah, that's, so Selena's oh your, your favorite biopic. Okay. It's one of those movies that, like, if it's on, I, it was just, Selena was such a big part of my childhood. Like, so that movie, it was just, like, the movie that I always had on. That's awesome. I think, I've, I think I've honestly seen that movie more than, like, any other movie. More than, like, wow. I can pretty much, like, I can, like, yeah, pretty much say you can, the dialogue. You can, you can just do the dialogue. Okay. Back and forth. No one in Australia knows who Selena is. Oh, that's sad. You're right. You're gonna she have to spread that. She didn't over. make it here. Yeah, she didn't make it here. So one night I have this like plan, like master plan. When I'm closing my bar for like that last like 30 minutes, I'm just gonna blare Selena music and see yes. what happens. I think Selena yeah. did a cover of the Pretenders back in the chain game. Am I correct? No? I no, you don't remember? I no, swear, I, I swear know. I remember her singing that. Yeah, maybe not. I could be. I could be totally wrong. Anybody out there listening to Selena? Let us know. <laughs> this is the first we're talking about Selena on the Sith list. I love yeah, this. I love this. Okay, so well, let's move on to. There's a little Top Gun news. Ah, we can't just, just skip over Top Gun. Oh, man. We got so many people that want to talk. Watch this film. You want to go back into the danger zone? I do want to go back into the danger zone. <laughs> Are you ready? Always. The question here is: We know there's going to be a Maverick. Yeah, I hope so. No, no, no. I mean, the movie's going to be called Maverick. Oh, so we know okay. they're going to do a sequel. I was about to say. Was Maverick, like, yeah, Maverick yeah. better fucking be in the movie. Yeah. But is Iceman going to be in the movie? Is Val Kilmer going to be in the film? That's the thing. So Tom Cruise will soon strap on. Strap on. That sounded good. Mm. Tom Cruise will soon have a strap on. <laughs> team strap. Team okay. strap. Will soon strap on his trusty F-14 for a long-awaited Top Gun sequel in the summer 2019 called Maverick. The announcement came that obviously the main character, like we talked about, is Tom Cruise, and he's going to take over the spot of Viper. Jester Viper, right? But is Val Kilmer going to be on it? And he was on Reddit during an AMA session, and he had admitted that he has complete faith in the story. He's not telling anybody if he's in it or not, but he has to be. Here's what he had to say about this whole thing. They're being understandably quiet about the script. But I'm sure it's going to hit every note that it's supposed to after all these years. He's not saying he's going to be in it. He's not saying he's not going to be in it. But I know he was tweeting some stuff, pictures of him in shape. Yeah, saying I'm ready. And he's telling, hey, Tom, I'm ready to do this. So we have to have Iceman, right? Um, We got to have Meg Ryan in it too. Yikes. Meg Ryan, yeah. (laughs) Don't you yikes me. I'm sorry. Don't you yikes me about Meg Ryan. For sure. I still remember Meg Ryan when she was so cute and when pretty. she was sleepless in Seattle. Yes, when yes, when she was in IQ. Are you a big Meg Ryan fan, Tracy Gardner? Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of. I I don't know what she did to her face, but yeah. before she did all before she did all that, yeah, I love Meg Ryan. Um, uh, when Harry Met Sally is one of my favorite movies. Oh, but amazing. you know why did she do that to her godforsaken face? Just that she happens. was so cute. That's what happens. I know. I know. I'm just saying it loud. Yeah, just all at once. I'll, I'll never forget, like, one of the award shows she showed up to, and everyone was like, wait, what? Well, everybody what freaked is? out. Yeah. Everybody That's freaked out. Right. Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. Speaking of fucked up faces, this is really, that was a really bad That's, segue. that's, that's fucked up. No, but speaking of wow. fucked up faces, Little Kim. I just saw Little <laughs> Kim for the. Kim, no, I got to bring up Little no, Kim. Little I got to get off my chest. Down, dude, what yeah. the hell happened to Little wow. Kim? She got addicted to that stuff, dude. Holy yeah. hell. Yeah. Little Kim looks like. 
I've, I haven't seen her since she no, was relevant. she's horrible now. And you know no. what? It's, it's... Tracy, have you seen Little Kim? No. Don't do oh, it. man. Tracy, don't do yeah. it. I'm telling you right now, People don't are going to do, do it now, man. People? Come on. Yeah, they are going to do it. Yeah. I apologize. Kim went from like small and cute and, and, and raw, like really rough and hardcore hip-hop lady, queen of hip-hop for a while. Mm-hmm. And now the surgeries. She's bad. This is bad. Let's move on. I don't want to yeah, bag on Little Kim, that. but Chimney uh, Crickets. Little Kim, you were beautiful. You were, you're cute. What happened? Please, people, <laughs> stop messing with yourselves. You, you guys look great already. Tupac ripped her in a song. Oh, uh, well. I think in one of the songs, they said something like, nah, Little Kim, we don't want you. You're too flat. <gasps> like that, dude. It, it just, it okay. how, how dare you, Tupac? Ouch. He dropped that on her. Yeah, I think that might have helped. Yeah, that's not, that's not cool. All right. Getting, getting past the plastic surgery talk. Let's talk a little True Detective. So True Detective, I've said this before on this podcast, first season was one of my favorite shows of all time. I thought it was in in a short eight series package. It was one of the best pieces of television that I've ever seen and acting that I've ever seen. Tracy, have you seen True Detective? Season one? Oh, yeah. Okay, great. Season two, not a fan of at all. Yeah. They, They dropped the ball on that one. And I was praying and hoping and and wishing that they would bring back, because there was rumors that they were going to bring back Woody Harrelson and bring back Matthew McConaughey. And they were up there kind of were hinting at something, mm-hmm. you, you but that has what? fallen. You know what about season the two? Cracks. The concept was great. The idea in what they were trying to do was great, but it just fell flat. Taylor Kitsch kiss of death dude. Taylor <laughs> Kitsch has been the kiss of death for many 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 films I thought you were going to say that he's going to be on for season 3 no he's definitely not <laughs> no I'm, I'm happy with who they got for season 3 so far so at the television critics association summer press tour this last Wednesday they announced that Mahershal Ali who played in Moonlight who is a great he he's also played in in, Der- in um, uh, Luke Cage, Luke Cage. Luke he's uh, Cottonmouth he was Cottonmouth he, he was fantastic in, there, yeah. in it has officially signed to star in the third installment. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, uh, that's been rumored for a month, but he finally did it. And the programming per, uh, president, Casey Bloys, had said that I've read five scripts for the third season, and I think they're terrific. I'm very impressed and excited about what I've read. Creator Nick Pozzolato has already been working on scripts for a possible third season with a helping hand from Deadwood creator David Milch. Which I know Les is going to be happy about that. It's been a long layoff and now nearly two full seasons since True Detective last aired new episodes. They took a break. So let's hope and pray that this is going to be more like the first season instead of the second season. And I'm hoping they'll end it off the fourth, like let's do a fourth season with the originals because that was just an amazing show. Do we show. have any idea what they're trying to I have no idea yet what they're trying to talk about. I know after the first season, they came out with the synopsis of the second season right after the season finale. I I understand what the idea is, though, right? It's to expose uh, the dark underworld of certain places. Yes. In in, or certain regions in the United States. Yeah, exactly. That's the basis. I would assume maybe Mahershala being black. It may be like Miami, Mm -hmm. like a Florida kind of. Yeah, maybe deep south. Yeah. Well, well, would they go back to the deep? Well, they south were in the deep south, right? In the first one, yeah. Because they were in. Louisiana, Tracy, right? can you convince Boo over here to watch season one of True Detective? <gasps> oh, it's so good. Um, it's one of those shows that it I've recommended it to people, and they have a hard time getting past like the first two episodes. Yeah. Because I will say it does. Um, it does build, but everything is very satisfying, and 
I have to agree with you, Araj. Like it's one of those shows that it it takes some investment, but everything is so satisfying when it actually like when things start to come to light and you see what's going on. And once you kind of understand what the characters are doing, because I, I will give it like it it's a little oh, jarring is the right word. No, it Matthew is McConaughey. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey's character, like, you don't really get what the, I guess, the shtick is at first. And then when you understand, like, what's going on, you're kind of like, oh, shit, like, there's some layers to this. And then, yeah, when you find out what the cases are about, you're just like, yeah, it's pretty, oh, um, and, and the whole carcass thing and the, ca- yeah. I'm not going to blow it for you, yeah, boo. No. But I, yeah. I just literally got goosebumps thinking about Carcosa. Just remember the word Carcosa. Okay. okay? That's it. So I'm going to yeah. save you. But, sh- it, but Tracy good. is 100% right on this. Yes. You have to trust us on this one. No, we haven't no, let you down yet. I know. I know. You I, still I, haven't seen Bloodline, by the way. I see. I, I, I want to see it, but there's a shitload of stuff that like I still got to see. Bloodline. I'm, I'm, I'm a little wait, 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 wait a minute. You have? I've been, I've been promoting <laughs> Bloodline on this on this podcast for <laughs> years now. Shit, Tracy, yeah. have you seen Bloodline? I, I'm on um I'm on a episode two right now. Okay, just, that's fine. Uh, just, yeah, just I finally started. So you're on season mm-hmm. one, episode two. Yeah. Okay, just stick with it. It just keeps getting crazier. Remember how Breaking Bad every episode just got a little bit more crazier and things were just yeah. un- unwinding and it's going nuts. This slowly does that in a family setting. So you're gonna really like it. People watch Bloodline and Mendo's in it for God's sake. I like my Ben Mendo in movies. I can't do them in series. No, whatever. My Mendo's got to come in Animal Plant, uh, Animal Kingdom, killing them softly. Yeah, Dark Knight Rises. Yes. <laughs> Don't watch his newest movie. It's a little. Um, I mean, you can. I'm not like telling you not to, but I just saw him. I might only be out in Australia, but he just did a movie called Una with one of the Mara girls, Rooney Mara. Oh, Rooney Mara. Yeah, and it's it's pretty. Like he always gets cast in these like really dark roles, and I got to yeah. go to a Q and A with him. Um, he did a Q and A at like one of our little theaters here in Melbourne. Oh, how cool he, is that? Yeah. So he's from Melbourne and it, it was kind of cool. It was like my first week in Australia and I got to hear him like, you know, talk about how much he loves Melbourne, but it's this like old theater from the 1920s. But he was joking about how he always gets cast in these like really dark, just shitty characters. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I think I'm just like a terrible person because I only play <laughs> terrible people. I'm like, that's awesome. Like, he just owns it. He's like, yeah, I think I might just be a really bad person. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. And in Bloodline, you'll, you'll see he plays the same type of guy. That's for damn <laughs> yeah. sure. That's for sure. All right. Let's get into a trailer. In this trailer, let me tell you, I watched this trailer again like an idiot by myself. And it was the It trailer. Oh, yeah. The new Fuck one. that. It was fucking creepy man Mm-mm. now we're gonna play it for you definitely watch it because it, obviously through podcasts I, we can't describe the visuals of how creepy mm-hmm. pennywise looks but let me tell you they have nailed pennywise <laughs> and if you haven't noticed from the trailer before the first one little teaser trailer there's easter eggs all over that thing there's again easter eggs in this one mm. i don't know all of them they're on there there's a bunch of sites on youtube that talk about it but there's definitely homages to the old Pennywise all throughout this trailer. So let's listen to a little it. When you're a kid, you think the universe revolves around you. You think that you'll always be protected and cared for. Then, one day, you realize that's not true.
Because when you're alone as a kid, the monsters see you as weaker. You don't even know they're getting closer. Until it's too late. thinks this town is cursed. That all the bad things that happen in this town are because of one thing. An evil thing. Bill, if you will come with me, we'll float too. saw something. A clown. Yeah, I saw him too. What happens when another Georgie goes missing? Or one of us? Are you just gonna pretend it isn't happening like everyone else in this town? If we stick together, we'll win. Okay, well, we just got scared shitless just yeah. listening to it again. Now, it's even scarier if you watch it, people, but God, whoever did the crazy ass, I want to know who did the music because the music in the trailer is scaring the shit out of me <laughs> and it has like little screams in the background. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Tracy, how are you with scary movies? I love scary movies. I like live for them. Although I have really, like, a really shitty confession. Okay. I've never seen or read it. Okay, well, that's fine. Yeah. That's not bad. I bet you Boo has never seen it. I saw it. I saw the original. You yeah. saw the series? Yeah. Okay. So sadly. So yeah. the 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 there was no movie. It was, no, a, it was a little TV it was a television show, series. Yeah. yeah. And I remember as a kid watching it on TV. And it was it ruined my life, man. It, should, it shouldn't have been on TV. It should not have been on TV. But it wasn't as and here's the thing. I read an article on the uh, Hollywood Reporter that talked about how now they have a chance to do what the book does, which is just horrific things. Oh, sweet Jesus. Yes. So, there's yeah. going to be some gore. But there's going to be some. They're still going to leave out one major. Well, yeah. Yeah. We yeah. Yeah. yeah we know that. Yeah. But yeah. it gets worse. Yeah. There, oh, it, yeah. It's, it's, it's demonic. There's yeah. blood. There's children involved. Arms and I, and I think they're going to yeah. push that envelope. Fuck. Tracy, this is going to be really good if you've never seen the first one or you haven't read it. It's a great story. Yeah. I need to get around to it. It's just, um, clowns don't really do it for me. Like, I just don't under, like, I don't. It's not that I don't think they're scary. They're just, I maybe yeah. because I'd never watched it. But yeah, yeah. You know what? Clowns don't scare me per se. Like if we go to these haunted houses or yeah. these like not scary farm things, clowns really don't freak me out. It's it's the guy with the machete or the chainsaw. No, but I wonder where that started. Like a fear of clowns in the first place. I don't I'll, know. Somebody, somebody look at the freaky like a, looking. Some like, of them. Yeah, yeah, somebody must have been like a well, killer. I, I or have something a confession. Like My very first encounter with the clown was with Ronald McDonald. Are you kidding? God, this is worse than having Ronald McDonald for a father. Bye, Dad. Don't wait up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Lisa. Come back here. You're not going out with all that makeup on. But, Dad... Upstairs, you're a McDonald, not a whore. 
Yeah, that's a freaky fucking clown. <laughs> when I yeah. was like three, and he was, he, he, he I don't think you're the only kid, three year old that had a yeah, run in with Ronald McDonald. My dad put me on stage to get a balloon animal from Ronald McDonald, and I ran screaming. Good, no, that's a smart <laughs> thing to do. Yeah, buckled and screamed, crying, ah! and I just booked it. And my dad was like. I was looking for him, and I dove right into my dad's arms, like, "Oh, get me away from this guy!" Jeez. Uh, so for me, I'm just like I associate it with like the cool kids had like McDonald's birthday parties when we were kids. Was that like a thing for you guys? Yeah, absolutely. That was was, like such a big deal. If a kid had like their birthday at McDonald's, you were just like, "Yes," Um, because my parents like gave us really healthy food. So you you never got to eat that shitty McDonald's. Yeah. So if I got to go to like a McDonald's like birthday party, I was like, "Man, those kids' parents are cool." And then there was like a clown there. So I'm like, I I'm like food association i'm like cheeseburgers and french fries like yeah <laughs> yeah it's, my, i think like that's my, gonna change for you after you watch it yeah probably which makes me sad because like my love for food will always trump like my fear of anything <laughs> but isn't aren't they gonna get a little backlash from like the international association of clowns or something like that they always get pissed when something like this <laughs> yeah, happens yeah. like what the hell because uh, american horror story freak show did the clown one yeah season. that guy was terrible uh, yeah. that was scary that guy yeah not cool yeah and i think this one's gonna be even scarier. Here's the thing. I found out from IMDb this week that they had somebody else almost casted for this. And mm. it's interesting who it was. It's, uh, what's her name? Tida Swenson? Tilda Swinton? Tilda Swindell, or what's her name? The ancient one from Swinton. Doctor Strange. Yes. Swinton. She is, yeah, she was almost, she almost signed she was going to play it. She was huh. going to play Pennywise. That would really? be cool. Oh. Yeah, that would be crazy. She's a good actress. She's but a great actress. I think actress. they ended up getting the youngest uh, Skarsgård. They did. To be they did. Oh, okay. They got the youngest Skarsgård brother. There's, there's the one them, from right? Hemlock Grove. Yes, yes, yes. Wait, this what's his name? And in, uh, in, in Alexander is the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. They got yeah. him, and they say that oh, he's, amazing. he's good. Oh, he's he's good, really yeah. creepy in Hemlock Grove. He's like he's he kind of makes the show. I haven't watched it. Hey, is I that really good? Oh, you guys haven't watched it? Scars no. Oh. oh, my God. Go watch it. Oh, Hemlock Grove is so good. Hemlock Grove. Okay. It's an Eli Roth, it's, right? Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, it's it's based Roth. on a book. Um, I've never read the book. I've heard the book is actually kind of meandering and like not that great. And the show's better. But the show, it's um the first two seasons are incredible. The third season jumped shark a little bit. But the first two seasons are so worth watching. And it has... um It has... Um, Jean Grey. Uh, Sophie Turner? Know. Sophie Turner? No, 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 not Sophie Turner. Yeah, um, Jensen. Yeah, Famke Jensen. And Famke oh, Jensen I saw, is. I saw two episodes. You like that? Oh, because I like Eli Roth. And I like Eli Roth too. K Rock talking about it. Yeah. So, which is a local station. K Rock, local station. Wait, Trace, on the K Rock. Yeah. yeah. I know all about K Rock's like, yeah, it's an institution. It is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he was on promoting Hemlock Grove. So I gave him a couple episodes, but Very it's cool. on Netflix actually. Yeah, oh, it's one of those shows though. It. It, yeah, it has a good payoff. The um the twist is really good. Um, okay, cool. and it's just it's just fun. It's like well acted and like you just I don't know for me like I fell in love with the characters. It's it's one of my favorite shows. I just love it. Awesome. You heard it here first, people. Tracy says to watch it. You better watch it. What with more serious news, we talked about the Watchmen being an HBO series a couple of months ago, a while back, that they were planning on, on oh, yeah. doing it. That's Alan Moore's his like gold standard in in comic book storytelling. It's I think if I'm not mistaken, it's one. It's rated one of the top t- 
50 pieces of literature in American history. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, 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 yeah, it's thrown novel. in there with like Melville and stuff. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty really cool. Yeah. HBO has been uh, floating this idea around and they put Damon Lindelof on this thing. And he had a comment. All I can say at this time is as of now, I haven't had any meetings with HBO about Watchmen. I've been very vocal about my love for those 12 issues that eventually became a graphic novel. They were completely and totally inspiring for all the storytelling that I did subsequently and that I owe a debt to. And so is that a piece of material, something that really interests me? Yes. But I do feel like I have to weigh the balance of should it exist before I decide to take it on. And I'm sort of in that process right now. I hold that source material in such high regard, it would literally be the worst feeling in the world to screw it up. I will take it very seriously. There's a lot of responsibility. All I can say is that I'm thinking about Watchmen a lot right now. Nothing official. So he's mulling it over. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to fuck it up. Yeah. Bless his heart. Well, Bless his heart for thinking about it that mm-hmm. way. That's because Alan Moore will rip him to shreds. What did Alan Moore think about Snyder's version? He hated it. Oh, oh God. He took his name off. Yes. Yeah, he did. He did. You're right, Trey. Yeah. He did he really? Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. he refused to have one. He didn't. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember the exact. Um, I, uh, I, I uh, minored in classics in college, so um, cool. we studied the Watchmen pretty intensely, which is cool because we studied like every panel and like everything that's hidden oh, in that graphic awesome novel. Is that? And yes. it's it's a lot. Yeah, I, I was really lucky to work with a professor who just knew everything there is to know about like all the Latin and like. Greek sort of there, there's a lot of like mythology and like history hidden in the novel that people don't get the like it, it's crazy it's so that's why like it is it's one of the best pieces of um I mean hands down literature yeah just how deep and like how much you can get out of that novel is just incredible like I could go on for days but when the movie was made um, there was a reason that they could make the movie without Alan Moore's permission. And I don't quite remember what the drama was. It was, it's something to do with like how comic book writers don't necessarily have like as much ownership. Yeah. That's and what it was. It, it, You're right. He, yeah. didn't, he didn't own it. I think it's because it right. was DC or mm-hmm. DC and their little subsidiary publishing company. They were like, yeah. Yeah, like, you can go ahead and make this movie. And yeah, that's what pissed him off. Well, that sucks. That really sucks. Well, because he, he was like, no, because I mean, honestly, it, I don't know how it could, I, I don't get me wrong. Like I actually like the Watchmen movie because I can appreciate it as just its own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they tried, but there's no way like you can really translate all this to film. And I'm wondering if they go the same route as like American gods and just, yeah. Yeah. It, so it so really for reverent. someone that studied it and watched it, I mean, has read it and, and dissected it. Would it be a good series? Do you think they can pull it off in a series and a guy like Lendeloff doing it? I like part of me is like, yes, because I've seen what can be done with storytelling nowadays and like seeing how I, I just think we're treating media differently nowadays. And like things are being written and you can tell that like writers have so much autonomy and yes. so much respect for their source material. And thank God, thank God. Yeah. And so it could happen. I, I, I just I feel like we're beyond the days of like a guy at a desk with a cigar being like, yeah, let's make it shiny and cool. And like, you know, like we're not treating stuff that way. We have like a real process. But even that being said, I don't know. Like it, it's such a hard I feel like his answer is perfect. Like 
he's like, I don't, I don't know. He's like processing. I love that word. Like he's just like, yeah, it can, should this even exist? Right. Yeah, it's great. I love so, that he's doing that. I love that he's taking yeah. the time out to even think about it. People usually just jump on these kind of things. And this is what yeah. JJ Abrams did, by the way, for, for the, the Force Awakens. He didn't want to do it at first. And mm-hmm. he, he, and I think that was the sole reason he didn't want to take that on and that responsibility on. But after, you know, he, they, they begged them and pleaded. I think I still, I still am like not buying it. Oh, you think Even, he just said, yeah, initially? Oh, yeah. I, I'm <laughs> He's like, fuck yeah. It's right. Sorry. There. Full disclosure, I'm not a huge J.J. Abrams fan, and I've said some very like vulgar things on Now This Is Podcasting, and then found out that he listened to Now This oh, Is Podcasting, no. and I was like, oh, I'm really glad I joked about you jerking <laughs> off on all your fans with like the practical <laughs> effect thing. I made a joke about him like masturbating. Yeah, it was not great. Not my fan of so Um So yeah, kids, if you say really inappropriate things about like yeah on podcasts, it might be heard by the it people might, you're talking about. It might come back. Yeah, it might come back. Sweet. Um, but I'm just still not buying it. His <laughs> ego is so big that, yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah, I, I, I can't imagine you get that offer and you say no. Yeah, I, I jump on it. I'd be like, are you kidding me? Of course. I yeah. can see Christopher Nolan saying no. And I heard that he did say no, right? That's one of the rumors that they offered it yeah. to Christopher Nolan. Well, well, back to the Watchmen thing. I, I think. Well, we're not talking Watchmen yeah, anymore, yeah. dude. We you, moved on, buddy. You, you mean the topic at hand? You yeah, come on. That. Yeah, Why? no, no, no. The Watchmen <laughs> thing. Yeah, we don't I do that in the show. If they do uh, three seasons of four episodes, it may be able to be done. Yeah. Three seasons of four yeah. episodes? They'd have to do it like that. But you know, you know what HBO does. They'll do the six or eight episodes, Schmiel. They won't yeah. do it. Well, no, because the, they have stuff like The Night of, which is only like. Six, I think five or six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Six so, again. You just yeah, said six. So, yeah, you're right. And um, Big Little Lies. Did it, any of you guys watch that? You know what? I think my, it was really seven, my wife, six or seven Lorena, Lorena, who you met, uh, who says yeah. hello, by the way. Oh, I love Lorena. Yeah. Sorry, she, she says hi. She said she is ready to watch that series and she's been on me to watch it. So we got to watch oh, it. Okay. Oh, it's, it's good? really good. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. I, I read somewhere on IMDb again that they are a greenlit a second season. So that's that's a good thing, I, I guess. Well, let's see what happens with this Watchmen. I hope they do. If they do it, I hope they do it well. And I hope they take their time and, and figure it out. Let Alan Moore be happy. You know? Yeah, I, I don't think he ever will be. And that's no. why we love him. Yeah. He's pretty curmudgeant. No, she's right. Yeah. He, he never will be. He's done so many things. And yeah, he'll never be happy. Yeah. Well, he's a genius. So yes, yeah. it is what it is. All right. So now let's get into just a little funny Star Wars news. I don't know if you heard what happened to Mark Hamill this last weekend at on James Cordon uh, the interview. Mm. And Anna Ferris was on. So we have that clip. Hey, thanks for all being here now. And I know, I know that this is a huge deal for you. You are a huge Star Wars fan. Do you have a question for Mark? I, I am so confused if you loved your original parents more than Uncle Owen. <laughs> like, well, uh, I think the earliest memory I have is the farm. Someone said, are you going to make a, you know, they're making a young Han Solo film. Are you going to make a long, young Luke Skywalker film? And I thought, boy, what a boring film that would be. I mean, you think? No. no well, but, no, because it would be me on the farm at age 12 or something. I mean, yeah. the whole point of the original film was that he'd never had any sort of uh, experience like that. So, you know, I don't think there's a... I would watch it. You'd watch it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to know. Wow. Who did Luke lose his virginity to? That is a great question. Thank you. Thank you. I'm totally taking over your job. It's a great question. Who was it? And was it fun? <laughs> Do they ever address adult sexuality in those movies? I must have missed that. 
Well, no, but that's our everything. point. They you don't. Know? They don't. It's like the ultimate good news, bad news. The good news is there's one attractive woman in the entire galaxy. Bad news is she's your sister. <laughs> oh, that was horrible. Mark Hamill's the best, by the way. Yes, he is. Isn't he? It's the best. He's always popping into like hospitals, children's hospitals. Mm -hmm. and he always does awesome things for people. And he's just so super cool. Have you ever met Mark Hamill, Tracy? Like, no. Yeah, me either. But I'm definitely a fan. Like he's just like, he's a gem for like fandom. Like the way he, his perspective on everything. And even like the way he talks about like his voice acting and stuff. Like he's just cool. Like, he is. He is. I, I so regret two things. I regret about celebration. One is not getting in line for Ryan Johnson. When he oh, was yeah, out there, the with, signature, when yeah. he was out there with us for, I thought you were with us. No, I, I was there. Oh, did you come this, later? And all of a sudden I was like, oh, there's no way he's going to stay more than an, another 45 minutes. And mm -hmm. the line was massive. And then he ends up staying mm -hmm. till four in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, so I will regret that. But how cool was that guy? That guy was the best. And then not getting Mark Hamill's signature and waiting and shaking his hand, taking a picture with mm -hmm. him. I'm going to do that. Knock on wood. Hopefully it's in Anaheim. Are you going to come down to Anaheim from Australia if it's a celebration is down here? Oh, absolutely. Um, I will go to, I, I don't know if you guys know, I met my fiance at celebration. Yeah. So you told for me us, that. it's like, during celebration. That's yeah. So cool. We met at celebration Anaheim. So it's kind of like a big thing for us. Like we, we will be at every celebration. Awesome. And yeah. you guys cosplay like champions. That's yeah. for sure. Like I said before, if it is in Anaheim, we are going to have a massive party at our house. With everybody, but everybody it. has to wait outside for seventeen hours. Seventeen hours, and then they can come. Yes, in. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And you can drink outside the house. Wristbands and all of that. Absolutely, yeah. right. We'll count and be like, I don't know if you're going to make it in, but here's your wristband, kind of thing. Yes, <laughs> you can go to the other house across the street. Yeah, you, yeah. That's a spill. That's a spillover house. That's a spillover house. Yeah, spillover house. <laughs> yeah. I will be there with um warm champagne and Gatorade bottles, like always. Yeah, that's what it was. Was it warm champagne yeah. that you you slang? Yeah, we didn't. We didn't really. Think it out. I mean, we were at Target in Orlando, and someone—I think it was Amanda. Amanda sent a picture of like how crowded it was, and we didn't think we were gonna get in. So we literally did like. Did you guys ever see like supermarket sweep? Oh yeah. We you were just, a little bit drunk. <laughs> so yeah, so we were a little bit drunk. Throwing stuff, and we were just like, <laughs> "All right, we need snacks and we need alcohol." So we showed up with like bags and bags of like just. Prosecco and oh, yes, Prosecco. That's what it was. Yeah, and like. Oh man, the most random assortment of snacks you could just tell we drunkenly were like, this will work. And we were, yeah. It was, oh, it was a great time. As it should be. As it should be. It was be. like the best of times, the worst of times. You know what yeah. I mean? It was like, it was, a, it was a pain in the ass. It was a pretty bad time. But yeah. it was, it's the payoff bad. was great and, and doing it with her, all, everybody there, like feeling like a little family. That was awesome. <laughs> so cool. All right. Now let's talk a little. Well, you know what? Let's get into, cause you're going to play a game, Tracy Gardner called the flash round. And that's going to happen soon. But before that, we have a, a couple of emails. She's like, shit, I don't want to play no fucking games. <laughs> but before that, we are going to read an email and then also play a voicemail. And then we'll get in the game. And then we are all good. So, Les, you want to read the first email? This, this person that sent this email, his name is John Wimmer. He is the coolest dude. He's awesome, awesome, awesome. We met him at Celebration. He is a big fan of all the Making Star Wars shows also. All the podcasts. Yeah, hey, John. I'm yeah, there. You, yeah. you know John, right, Tracy? Yeah. He's the best. And and he wanted to uh, touch a little subject matter that we had last week. We talked about Chester Bennington last week and Chris Cornell and all this stuff that's happening. Les, go ahead. You want to take this over? Yeah, I'll go ahead and read it. 
Hey guys, congrats on 50. Just wanted to drop some thoughts about last week's show. First off, DC. I was listening to Fat Man on Batman podcast. That's Kevin Smith's podcast. It sure is. And they came up with a great scenario for Justice League, and I think they nailed it. They theorized that Darkseid is the main villain who controls Steppenwolf. He's the one who brings back to life Superman and controls him, hence the dark outfit. I think they were laying the groundwork for this in, B- in Batman vs. Superman, BVS, when Batman has the dream sequence where the parademons and the soldiers wearing the Superman garb beating down Batman. That's why I don't think Alfred is talking to Supes at the end of the trailer, that it may be the Green Lantern or some other character. The more I watch BV- BVS, the more I like it. And Grosso, I love him, but he is way wrong about Whoa, this. Uh, someone's calling out Grosso on the Sith <laughs> list. Grant Gustin who's the, is killing it as The Flash, and the shows are great. Arrow and Supergirl also. His man bun needs to watch and school himself on kids. Wait, wait, rewind that, rewind that. Did he just call Grosso his man bun? His man bun needs to watch and school himself on good TV. Wow. Give Grosso the gross, dude. You give him some grease, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Flashpoint was already done on the show, so not sure if the movies would go there as the TV show is doing everything right. If you're not watching it, you should. It's good stuff. They're on Netflix. Binge it. Now on to a terrible subject. Chester Bennington. For perspective... My uncle committed suicide when I was 19, five months after my father passed away from heart failure. It was a shitty year. I had a classmate who I wasn't very good friends with also take his own life. At the time, I was mad. I would have responded then as some people have responded that you spoke of. And that's what we were talking about. Yeah, we did it. Tracy, we did it in honor of of Johnny being on the show. We did a dude fuck that guy. And I... Pretty much that a dude fucked that guy to – I got pretty upset at – and this happened during Chris Cornell's suicide as well. People go on Twitter and then they just start bashing the person that committed suicide. At, yeah. Calling them a coward, calling them put like the word pussies and – Talking just, ill of the just dead. Just talking ill of the dead and, and not realizing that it's a sickness and people have major issues and problems. So I just went off on, on, a, on a kind of a, a rant about that. So oh, go ahead. You need to think of the other side also. Not in a harsh way, but in the way that some people are left to pick up the pieces and have to deal with someone just giving up. And when they see it happening to someone else, they're pissed. I still feel to this day that I could have stopped it. I stopped being mad a few years afterward, and I let go my disappointment about it long ago. I don't hate him, but think a lot about how much he he's missed. You don't know how someone will respond or feel until it happens to them. In the past year, cancel, cancer almost killed me twice. Mm-hmm. I know the value of life. I'm proud to say I've talked two people out of committing suicide. They didn't call a hotline. I figured it out with vague Facebook posts. They're still alive. If anyone needs to talk, I'm on Twitter at The Whim. I'm here to tell you that there's so much to live for, even if it seems like life is shit. The future is in front of you. What's behind you is behind you. Define yourself from what you do going forward from this moment and live. I watched 13 Reasons Why also. If I had kids, I'd have them watch and talk about everything I said. Oh, and fuck you, cancer. <laughs> Thank you guys for your great shows. Always look forward to a new episode. I understand if you don't want to read part two. Love you guys. Thank you, John. Yeah, Dude, you're the amazing. man. By the way, why the hell wouldn't we read part two? The yeah. part two was the best part of the whole fucking email. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know what? You know, after I read your email, John, you're absolutely right. I, you know, I I got pissed off at people doing that, and you know what it is? Is I think majority of the people that go and troll, they they're not thinking things out. They're just doing it just to fucking troll, John. Mm-hmm. So. I completely understand what you're saying and being in the shoes of somebody that has lost someone, I'm sure the anger is there. Um, Les and I 
just lost somebody a month ago that we worked with for 10 years. He yeah, took, major part of our major life. part of our lives. He took his life. Oh. I totally get what you're saying, John. And no. and also, by the way, thank you for reaching out to people yes. who need yes. to talk. And that's at the whim at T H E W I M. If you want to tweet, which him, if you're not him. following him, you just should because he's great. Like he's, I, yes, he's, yeah, awesome. I love he's the yeah. best. He's so inspirational. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. We had an issue with that actually real life. When we were talking about the guy that we knew who did that, one of our coworkers said something along those lines. And it just made, I walked away right away. I'm like, you know what? And that, that was just his initial reaction. Right. right. And some people react differently. They don't know mm-hmm. how to handle it. I, I totally understand it. I totally understand what you're saying, John. So, yeah, we, we touched on this before. And good on you, especially for talking about the people that you were able to you're able to pinpoint through their Facebook posts. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's because huge. Not all social media is sometimes. I mean, there's the good side you see. Like some people are always posting, "Yeah, I'm on vacation in right. Ibiza or whatever," and it's like, "Oh, life is great." But some people put up some stuff, and you go, "Well, what's wrong with those people?" And so, let me tell let me tell you, John. If we would have went back and looked at his Facebook posts for the last month, we would have known something was up. Yes, and we didn't do that. You're absolutely right. You yeah, got to look into fact, those we, things. We did do that. We looked right away, and I said, "You know what? He, he no, we did. It. We did it after the fact. Yeah, so yeah. he he was right like, as it posting happened. some things. Oh no, yeah. yeah, and then we were able to figure out, which is a shame, which is horrible. Yeah. So thank you so much, John, and thank you about the the first part of your email as well. Thank you for telling people that you like Batman or Superman. Mm-hmm. That's not a very easy thing to do. Yeah, in this day and age, I, I have to agree with John. And, and way to go you like, you like it too. Yeah, yeah. and way to go out, yeah. way, way to go out, man John. bun. Yeah, way to give him a new uh, nickname. Yeah, give it to him. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be happy about that. <laughs> John, you might be the uh, dude. Fuck that guy next week. <laughs> I hope not. Just kidding. He'll never do that to you. He loves you. All right. So thank you again, John. We appreciate it. And keep, keep those emails coming and never hesitate to write anything. You're, you have a free forum to write whatever the hell, hell you yeah. want on this, hell on yeah. this podcast. Now we have one from Rashad. Now Rashad and Justin are two amazing dudes that are in the Rogue One Army DM chat and they're just great guys. We partied with Rashad at, at the uh, Adam West tribute that they had in downtown LA and we had a few beers and we went to a couple bars. It was a great time. They have a new podcast though. And it's called Will Communications. Huh. Yeah, it's awesome. You should check it out at Will Com Pod, I think it's called. Check them out. They're great. He sent, Rashad sent us an email and he put, just finished watching all the San Diego Comic-Con trailers and noticed a common thread among them that concerned me. I feel like most of these trailers show far too much of the story than I would have preferred. And in some cases... It kind of ruined key plot elements, in my opinion. For example, spoiler alert, in Tr- Stranger Things 2 trailer, they showed Eleven returning. This is something I assumed would happen, but would have preferred to see it on screen when the show dropped. Ooh, that's interesting. Thor showed a ton of Hulk, including Hulk speaking. I'm actually looking forward to this one, but again, they spoiled too much of the Hulk in the trailer. That's interesting, actually. Blade Runner 2049, I feel like they had too much of the story revealed in the trailer. Am I being curmudgeon or do you guys agree with me to any degree? Do you guys think that this is a negative trend or just an anomaly for San Diego Comic-Con? P.S. What's with this new trend of showing five-second sizzle of the trailer in front of the trailer? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's yeah, true. Yeah, that's kind Give of me a break. Your friend, Rashad. Uh, I kind of talked about this a couple of weeks ago. 
thank you for first of all, Rashad, for the email. Appreciate it, and thank you for your podcast. And good luck with the podcast, and, mm-hmm. and people listen to it. And it's a Star Wars podcast, and it's great. I, in my opinion, they do show too much, but I think for Comic Con, if you're there, I don't mind it at all. I think they should have a different trailer for people mm-hmm. that are aren't in watching it in Hall H. Yeah, so you know Comic-Con what I mean. Comic Con exclusive trailer. Yeah, if you're waiting all that time, you should trailer, get yeah. something, man. You know so, what I mean. So if you wait for 17 hours of Star Wars Celebration, the trailer that you see right. for the Last Jedi shouldn't be put on YouTube. For <laughs> yeah, minutes later. Is that we were we were a little pissed. Yeah, Tracy, we were a little pissed. Is that what you're trying to say? You yeah. should have something special. So I, if they're gonna do that, wait it outside. Let, let me tell you, in the hotel room and waited another 30 <laughs> minutes and gotten it. Is that what you're trying to say? Not even 30 minutes. They showed it right then. Oh yeah, the, yeah. They said it's going live. It's at going the same live. Time. That's yeah. what pissed me off. Yeah. At least go twenty minutes later or yeah. thirty minutes later. Give us at least the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> yeah. But Kathleen Kennedy on spot goes. We're gonna just show it on YouTube so you guys can have your cameras out. That yeah. Sucks. Yeah. 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 She says, "Yeah, go for it. Film it if you want. We don't give a fuck." Yeah. yeah. Tracy, yeah. What, what do you think about these trailers? Are they showing way too much? Um, it's hard. Like, I think we're in the age of like spoiler culture where some people are resisting it, and then others are just like fuck it. They're going to leak it and find out anyways, because we're all psychopaths and we're going to, we're going to find out plot points. Um, I think that we needed to see 11 in the, um, stranger things trailer because we're getting to this point where we have like younger. Um, I hate to be like that old person who's like, kids are young and they don't have an attention span, but we just like consume media differently. So for me, it's like, it doesn't really need to be like a waiting game as much. Like we're going to see it. We're going to watch it. Um, we're going to find out either way. So why not, you know, kind of make it gratifying. I don't know if I yeah, like no, explain I that saying. well. Yeah. yeah no, I know I, exactly what you're saying. I'm done. I'm done with like the mystery box model of stuff. Like I, I'd kind of them rather just put their cards on the table than do this big, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, what do you shroud? You, did you see the Hulk speaking? The Hulk speaking would have been pretty cool on screen. Yeah, for the first time, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would have been pretty rad. Mm-hmm. But, but I think it was in the air for a long time. That yeah. This is the Hulk we're going to get. No, we, we have, we've heard the Hulk speak. No, and then... But not like that. Yeah, and but but if somebody is from... If they had taken that part out of the trailer and shown the rest of it, somebody would have been put it, put it together like myself or Les or other nerds would have put it together that he's going to speak yeah, because it's, it's more of the, yeah, yeah, it's it's more the planet Hulk story. Right. So it's going to happen. It was one of those foregone conclusions. So for myself, if you, the fact but, I was like, I was like, oh, okay. So but it's speaking, happen. I get it. But did you think he's going to speak so fluidly? Yeah. Yes. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. it's, it's going to happen. And yeah. it's, it's it, which we, it solidifies Tracy's point, which is we know L was going to return. You're right. It's, yeah, just show it to us. What I think is, and Rashad, you do have a point, but what I think is the story is much bigger than that. So maybe showing Elle returning, you just don't know what she's returning to. And then what is what about this like five-second sizzle before the That's trailer? annoying. The trailer or, before the trailer? Or the 16-second clip that they'll show like a day before or two days before saying the actual trailer's yeah. coming on two days. Yeah. That and those Good Morning right. America's got a new yeah. Star Wars trailer. Yeah, yeah. Like the guy behind the guy. Yeah. What movie is that from, boo? I don't know. I'm the guy behind the guy. No, I don't know. How dare you? Les? <laughs> You're going to kill us. Tra- Tracy, you know this, no? No. What is, okay. what? Uh-huh. I'm really bad at movie quotes. I'm okay, okay. You have, you have an excuse then. The guy, it's from the movie Swingers. Oh, I haven't seen Swingers. Yeah, haven't yeah, seen I, haven't, Swingers. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? Oh, my. Thank Ed, you. You've seen it. Yes. Of course you've seen like, it. Thank you, Tracy. Hey, the term, you've heard the term. 
Vegas, baby, Vegas. Yeah, of course. Of course. That comes from that movie. It it literally came from that movie. John Favreau, Vince Vaughn. Mm -hmm. John Favreau helped write it. I know know who's in it. I just haven't seen it. How dare you? (laughs) I feel like I need to agree with everything Rashad says, though, because um, we went to the same undergrad. Oh, really? Yeah. I found out. um, He tweeted at me. We both went to UCI. My wife went to UCI. Oh, no way. Yeah, I went to Cal. I'm a Titan. And I think you got your master's from CSU. Yeah, I got my master's. But I don't have, like, the same, like, pride about my, like, How grad school. I do about my undergrad. You, are, know, you, are, you should be a Titan, not an anteater. No, I'm definitely zot, an anteater. Zot, zot. Wow. Awful Tracy Gardner. Zot, zot, zot. And I don't know why I keep saying Tracy Gardner, by the way. I just like saying Tracy your full name. Yeah, it sounds really cool. So I just, that's why I've been It's like saying Adam West. Yeah, yeah, it's like saying Adam West. Is that okay, Tracy Gardner? Oh, yeah. My favorite is the way I'm Steel says it. Whenever I'm on Steel's show, he goes, Tracy Gardner. Oh, like, Tracy hey. Gardner. Yeah, we're going to have Steel on in a couple of weeks, uh, in August uh, August 20th, I think. And we are very excited. Very, very excited. And we're going to have your co-host on. Amanda Ward's going to be on in August as well. So Hi. it's going to be great. You guys are all awesome. By the way, we need to talk some fucking Game of Thrones a little bit here, for yeah, God's sakes. Now, I want to know, and we have a message, a voicemail from Ollie. Um, oh, boy. Our boy Ollie, who is a Game of Thrones enthusiast, and he sent us a nine-minute voicemail, but we can't play all nine minutes because I'm going to literally cut it in parts and play it. It's a great, great voicemail, but we're only going to play like three minutes of it, Ollie. So don't hate me, but (laughs) we are going to play it in episodes following this one. All right, so let's listen to Ollie's voicemail. Good morrow, my fellow Sith heads, and welcome Tracy Gardner from the wonderful Rebel Girl podcast on the Making Star Wars podcast network. I hope everything's going well for you down under with your future husband. So let's sit back, throw another shrimp on the barbie, crack open a Foster's, and make sure that there are no dingoes around to eat our babies. Because we're going to sit through another epic Ollie voicemail on Game of Thrones. Guys, rather than breaking down the last two episodes, which I believe have been, you know, by far some of the best of the series, I think I'd go into some speculation on where the characters are going to end up. Now, as you know, a lot of this is based on, you know, the reading of A Song of Ice and Fire, but also, you know, just generally knowledge of the, you know, the world that George R. R. Martin had made. So where do we think that these characters are going to go? Well, let's go down the list quickly uh, so I don't take up too much of your show. Let's start with the big two. We have John and Danny. Daenerys, well, I'm pretty certain that Daenerys is going to end up on the Iron Throne as the Queen. Now, who will she rule with? Well, all indications are she will rule with her nephew, Jon Snow who is really John Targaryen. Well, how is she his aunt, you may say? Because some people incorrectly say they're siblings. No, she is sister to his father. They were both children of the Mad King. Pretty plain and simple, that makes John her nephew, even though they're roughly the same age. Through her partnership with John, she's not only going to unite the Targaryen household, 
but she's gonna bring the Starks in, and because he is the King of the North, the entire North in a more unified Seven Kingdoms than they were even under the Mad King. Now, it seems that the series has done away with the concept of the dragon has three heads. That's an underlying concept that was in the books that there was always speculation that when Daenerys takes over the Seven Kingdoms or attempts to, there will be three riders for the three dragons. Some speculate it would be her, John, and another. The latest spoilers with what happens to the third dragon, and if you're really sensitive to spoilers, just jump ahead about five seconds uh, so you can miss what I'm about to say about it. Uh, when that dragon is taken and killed by the White Walkers and is resurrected for the Night's King, and he uses it to most likely take down the wall, uh, which we now believe is going to be at Eastwatch by the Sea based on the Hound's vision, uh, it kind of does away with that whole, you know, the dragon has three heads concept. So where does that leave all our other leaders? Well, let's jump through the list quickly. There's Cersei. She's dead. I mean, there's no chance she survives the series. While she is powerful and she's kick-ass, um, you know, she really does not have any loyalty. She's stabbed too many people in the back. And quite frankly, I'm surprised that even the three kingdoms she apparently rules over now is allowing her to sit on the Iron Throne because she has no claim. The Lannisters themselves, by blood, have no claim to the Iron Throne. Her children did by allegedly having the blood of Robert Baratheon. And the only reason Robert Baratheon did is because he was a distant relative to the Targaryens. So Cersei herself has no actual claim to the Iron Throne other than taking it by force. Now, I think her brother, Jaime, he is probably not going to survive the series either, but I do believe that his arc has been moving towards redemption for some time. It started with Brienne. It's been moving in that general direction where he's had, he's been, look, he's almost come 180 degrees from what he was when he threw Bran out that window. I do think that ultimately he may have a sort of noble sacrifice where he dies and has a full redemption. I also think this is probably gonna be the case with the Hound. I believe that his character is another one who has shown a lot of growth and has really, you know, come back around. You know, from the character that ran down Arya's friend with his horse on Joffrey's orders to a guy who was burying those, uh, that family who he had wronged. Um, and it, I really think that he's actually become, this season, one of my favorite characters because of how his character has uh, kind of moved. Now, let's jump to fan favorite Tyrion. I think the ultimate, ultimate result for Tyrion would be to be eventually named Lord of Casterly Rock. What better way than to fuck the memory of his father than to make him the Lord of the house that treated him as subhuman. He was never treated as an equal Lannister. He was always a freak. And quite frankly, him being the Lord of Casterly Rock, his family household, 
would be so symbolic for the Seven Kingdoms, but for just him as a whole, I, I just think that's something that you know Daenerys would name him if she takes the Iron Throne. And now, I believe, of the main characters, I think Arya is the only one that's left. And she's a harder nut to crack. Because in some ways, she shows, she, in these last few episodes, she has been showing some sort of humanity, which she was losing. And, and quite frankly, based on the trauma that she witnessed of her father's head getting cut off, plus everything at Harrenhal... You know, it's no doubt that she's been going down this road and she's been almost a sociopath. However, she can go one of two ways. She can have a turnaround and, you know, maybe be a king's guard. Or, and what I think is more likely, she will end up how the hound was in season one. Just a killer. Someone with no conscience. And I think this was kind of alluded to when she met Nymeria in the woods. It was her wolf. If you ever look at the side-by-sides of the scene where she begged her wolf to leave, that they were going to kill her, and when she sees her again, it, it, was, it was almost symbolic of Arya. She's out. She's lost in the world. She is not the same wolf as that first season. I think that was episode two of season one, the last time you saw that wolf. And, and Ari is not the same person as she was at that time. So she's begging her wolf, come home with me. Come home. It's time to come home, girl. And her wolf just turns and walks away. Because there is no going home for that character. And I think ultimately there is no going home for Arya. So fellas and Tracy... Uh, I know this was a lot to digest. Another long, epic voicemail. Maybe next episode I will go through some other characters. This is all just my speculation. We'll put it on record now. And, you know, maybe um, after season eight, you can uh, we can all get together and say, Wow, Ali's a fucking moron. He got everything wrong. And you know what? That would just sound like my life. So what would be different? All right, everyone. Have a good one. And I can't wait to hear your show as usual. Later. Checking out. People, all he knows is shit so much he does. that he literally can teach you class in this shit. <laughs> and I love listening to it because it makes me feel like I'm learning more shit. Every time I listen to his voicemails, I feel like I know a little bit more or a lot more actually. So I wanted to break it off right there because he talks about Daenerys and he talks about Jon Snow. So it's a perfect, perfect voicemail for this. And then next week he gets into other characters, okay, which good. is great. So thank you, Ollie. Game of Thrones, what do you think about this season? And what is who is your favorite character? Is this for me? That is for yes, you, Tracy Garner. Wait. Oh man, favorite character. Um can I do favorite character in the books and then favorite character in the show? I that would be even better. I think my favorite character in the books probably Jon Snow. And then favorite character in the uh it's Catelyn and Jon Snow. Catelyn is pretty good in the books. Um, show, I don't know. I mean, I just like the Hound. You were a big Hound fan. Yeah, and um, I like Varys, and I like Littlefinger. I'm so bad at choosing a favorite. 
I'm like greedy. I'm like, here are my five favorites. And everyone's like, we told you one. Littlefinger is <laughs> such an asshole. But he's such a good I love it. So I love it. People like yeah. him. We talked about yeah. this last week. Oh, no, no. Baelish is, is such an ass. I want him to die. I love him. I want him to die, but if he were to if he were to die, like like if Jon Snow were to have killed him in the in the crypt, I would have been like, damn it, he's yeah. dead. Oh no, yeah, it's one of those yeah I want. I'm like, do it. No, he's gone. Shit. Yeah, right. I want him and like Varys to just outlive everyone and just be like the last two standing. I just think that wow. would be like po- poetic and epic. Like that would be cause really cool. Yeah, it would just be. And I feel like in the books, like that's kind of because it's supposed to be. Um, is it War of the Roses? Yeah. So loosely based off you know an actual thing so it but it would make sense to me that all the conniving people in the background like and end, end so up winning of, this whole thing and yeah. Yeah. yeah that'd be kind of cool that would be cool but i don't think hbo is gonna do i don't think they're gonna do that i don't know no, they already delicious death scene yeah. will be uh very so it'll, it'll just be lackluster so we, you, really we think all think be one of those where you're gonna go oh shit He's like gone. you literally get to just like get a, a throat slash by like okay. some random jabroni. So you're we're like, oh no, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> what, what I wanted a more satisfying. Yeah, I don't Something think epic. we're gonna get Ed, Ed, a Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran's yeah. gonna kill Littlefinger. Yeah, I really don't think we're gonna get <laughs> a satisfying funny. death at all with him. By the way, people, you 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 people made Ed Sheeran delete his Insta- uh, Instagram or his Twitter account because of the backlash. He didn't do. He was great. He was fine. He was great. Well, what, people are such assholes. Like, lay off the guy. What, he just sang he a song and just stood, yeah, sat there and bad. smiled. Yeah. Poor Ed Sheeran. I feel bad. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. But so we are all in agreement that Baelish is going to be dead by the end of this series. I, I think he's going to. Oh, I want him to not be dead. Okay, I know you don't. You want him not to be dead, but do you think by the end of this next season that you're gonna he's going to be alive at the end or dead at the end? Tracy Garner. Oh, that's so hard. Okay, I don't know. It's hard to answer because they've like jumped sharks so yes, much. Yes, they deviated from the books. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I I want him to. I think he's gonna live. Okay, I, I think he's gonna live sir. too. I'm on. I'm I, on the Baelish side. Not that I like him. I just love his character, and I think he's such a slime ball, and he's such a good actor that I I want him to live somehow, some way. He's gonna survive. He's going to survive. You're saying money is that Elena Terrell will be the one to just basically drive a knife through the back of his head. Oh, Elena Terrell. Okay. I'm telling you, it's either going to be that or just the most lackluster, just stupidest thing where he's just going to be walking and, okay. and the hound is just going to be like, fuck you. And just off smack of his him. head. Oh. And yeah, that's it. Dude. Just like backhand him off of a horse down the freaking ridge and he'd he's dead. Dude. Okay. It'd be, it'd be funny if he went down the moon door. Somebody, somebody pushed him. Okay, down. That's satisfying though. That no, 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 satisfying. but just, but you know, but, but, but the thing that he wanted and the thing he had control of, and then somebody oh. was like, oh, he's like, fuck, somebody he trusted. Little, little Robert? Yes, that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. You killed my mom. Yeah. That it, would be it, cool. Or is it Little John? Little John. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I was about to say, Little John's uh, yeah. the rapper. Isn't he dead? No, no, he's alive. No, Little John. the I'm rapper, or, or ja- right? the rapper, or are you talking about Little John, the character? Little John Aaron. The both, yeah, they're both alive. Oh, for yeah. some reason, I thought he, uh, I thought he, yeah. for some reason, I was thinking that he was done. But yeah, you're right, he's not. Yeah, we made a mistake too. I think we thought that Kevin Lannister was alive and he was at Castle Rock. Nope. And we got hit up real quickly hey, thank on you for Twitter Nando for pointing it out. Yeah, thank you, Fernando, for making Never us look like saver. idiots. Then what happened to him? He he's got blown up in the he, sept. He was in the sept. Oh, he was. He I don't remember him in the sept oh, at shit. all. Yeah, I, I just remember uh, what's your name. Oh, no, because he the was there princess. because he felt that Cersei <laughs> yeah. was going to get 
her just desserts. Yeah, like remember? That was like it. a big yeah. thing. Oh, yeah, so they were right. they're like, hell yeah, dude. He's like, Cersei's fuck yeah, she's going to get it. Dude, yeah. yeah. Nope. So, <laughs> uh, corrections and retractions. There you go. Yeah. We, we, we apologize. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely are not perfect. <laughs> okay, so we little finger. I'm going to give you another character, alive or dead, at the end of the show. And who does it? Cersei's. Tracy. Tracy, you oh, go first. Yeah. Um, I think in the books, she's going to die. I think in the show, she's going to live. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm going to yeah. say that Jamie is going to kill her. Ah. I think Jamie. Yeah. I think Jamie. Is going to see that she turns into the Mad King. Don't you want Arya to kill her? That's what I want. I want Arya to kill That's her. That's what I want. But I think Absolutely. Jamie's going to end up saving yeah. the realm. The yeah, he's like, finally coming go full nuts. circle yeah. to redeem himself. And Will they call him the Queen Slayer? Yeah, Queen Slayer. Uh, and then I think he's going to take his, take his own life. Little Romeo and Juliet. That was lame. That was, no, no, that, that was wasn't good. lame at all. Yeah, that wasn't that. lame at all. Yeah. The Queen Slayer, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's what's going to happen. So, Boo, Cersei's dead or alive? No, she, she's going to die. She's going to die. Yeah, it's it's going to be somebody close to her. So it's going to be somebody close to her, somebody who can get close. So it's okay. either Arya or Jamie. Okay. Jamie, Jamie would be interesting, but I think Arya would have more of a satisfaction. Yeah, it's satisfying. It, yeah, it would, it would deliver a lot better. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, it would be maybe, more powerful if Jamie exactly. did it. Like, if poetic, did, but it would be cool. You know what would be very cool is that if she I, portrays herself as Jamie. So she kills oh, she kills shit. Cersei as Jamie and Cersei's like, you know, you betrayed me. This is awful and dies. Sees the last thing that she sees is her twin brother killing her, and then you all you see is Arya rip off and the then face. Jamie watching it happen. Yes, exactly. And letting it happen. Letting it happen. Holy shit, we just wrote an episode. Yeah. That's that's okay. would, would that be more powerful, Tracy? Yeah, what do you think, think about that, Tracy? Jamie is there watching it? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They have that like sick weird relationship. It sure do. Yeah, it works. Sure it do. works. <laughs> Less live or dead. I think she'll be alive. I just think that she'll have to be. I think for me, it would be worse for her to be alive and have to suffer in prison or something like that, knowing that she lost all her power and she's just there, you know, and, and just as. I think we've so. already seen that already with with her and the but, the high sparrow. The high sparrow. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy too. Yeah. You guys are weird. If anything, then I would think a more satisfying for me would be Tyrion to get his hand. Oh, yes. Let's not forget about Tyrion killing her. Or for Tyrion to be the one to like. Wait a second. Why would it? Okay. So like Tyrion could lock her away in something like bury her alive or something and be like, hello, sister. Hold on, guys. Mm. Let's let's rewind this. Doesn't the the prophecy show that the when she saw when she went to the fortune teller. Doesn't the prophecy show that she will be strangled by a younger brother or killed by her younger brother? That's either Tyrion or Jamie. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, is she older than Jamie? She's older than that. Jamie by a little bit. No, 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 no. I don't. Uh, they're twins, right? They're twins. Yeah, they're twins. But I think yeah. she came out first. Some, somebody comes out first. She yeah. came out 45 seconds already. Yeah. I don't know if that's like true to Tyrion's character, though. Like, I just yeah. don't think that he would kill her. Like, Unle- uh, yeah, unless he had a reason for killing his father. But yeah, I feel like he he would see a value in like letting Cersei suffer and live out. Like, he knows how tortured she is, so I think he's smart enough to know that like there are worse fates for her than death because he knows how like her brain works. No, why not lock her in yeah. somewhere in the castle and just be like, oh, you can yeah. look out at all this, but you don't get the rule. Yeah, this. that would be pretty horrific. That would be Tyrion, and he'd have some clever shit. She would kill herself. Face. She would kill herself. He'd have the most cleverest line ever, and then just walk away, and you'd be like, fuck yeah, Tyrion. Yeah. I, Badass. I'm so sad this, sh- this show's ending. 
I really don't am. Don't say it. Don't say it, Ben. Don't don't do that. No, I'm don't sad. And it's, it's going to be a. We're going to have to wait longer for the last yeah, season. I, know. I read I that know. too. Okay. Well, so last thing, what do you think about this new season? Are you first two episodes have have got you? I read somewhere on Twitter that you put, "I hate um, Game of Thrones so much," and then I knew exactly what you were talking about. I think you yeah. were just upset, right? I was just upset. Um, I. <laughs> I like it. I have had to sort of get used to the new writing style. Um, the last season really felt like I was watching fan fiction. Um, but then once I like, I'm one of those fans that like things don't have to be the same as the books for me. And I just, sometimes I just need a minute and then I like it again. And that's kind of where I'm at with it. Um, I feel like they're making a lot of decisions that aren't true to the characters but at the same time it's just a really fun satisfying show and i just need to let it be what it is yeah i just have to let it i have to let it just be meme that it is because that's what i feel like it's become and it's cool because it's like in some ways they're giving the fans what we wanted and like satisfying a lot of um i guess they're scratching a lot of itches but it's just it's, it's weird yeah now, do you, is it pretty crazy how quick things are happening on the show? That's something that's really kind of taken us back, mm-hmm. uh, how yeah. fast things are going down now because they have to, there's an end game now. So we, I can't believe we're going to see them uh, talk to each other. Yeah. And what, by the third yeah. episode? Yeah, right. Crazy. Right. Right. We have an email from Brittany Brown and Brittany Brown is a cool rogue winner. And she actually is a Sith head now because she is binging oh, no. our episodes. <laughs> no, she's passed a really bad one. Oh, okay, great. good. So she is, I think she's currently on episode 30. So she emailed us. This is Brittany's email. I am very behind on podcast, currently on episode 30. But I have some questions. You guys just saw the final Rogue One trailer. Wow, exciting. Are you excited to see Darth Vader again? Because I am. Just kidding. That is not my question. I can't wait to hear your reaction to Rogue One. And to meet Les. Hi, Les. What's up, Brittany? <laughs> so this is, remember, people, she's just starting to listen again. So she is at the um, Rogue One, right before we watched Rogue One. How cool is that? So I saw it before you did. Yes, I saw it in London. <laughs> I saw it in London, you jerk. That's right. I know. I was texting all you guys. Yeah. Like, well, I like it. I'm going to like it. What happened? Don't tell me. <laughs> so she goes on to say, you don't exist on the podcast, but I'm excited to meet you. She's talking to you, Les. That's right. I hadn't debuted yet. Yeah. Nope. And I, she was on. She was on episode eighteen when she wrote this. I just put the thirty because I know she was at thirty. So this is right on episode eighteen ish. So here we go. For reals, I have a Game of Thrones question. Fucking Theon. I'm kind of not surprised he jumped off the boat like that, but I kind of am. He went from zero to reek real quick. I thought he was a redeemable character, but he easily fell back to his old ways. What do you think this means for the character? Do you think that he will be a dead man soon? What about Yara? Rest in peace. You guys are awesome. And that's Brittany. Brittany, you are awesome. Thank mm-hmm. you for emailing us. Thank you for binge listening to us. Yeah. And you will meet. By now, you probably met Les. Yeah. Right? And hopefully one day you'll meet Les in face-to-face. Mm-hmm. You don't want that. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> So, great questions. Uh, Theon, I think Theon is still redeemable. Man, it's going to take a lot. I think he can do it. I think he will sacrifice his life and actually go after somebody. I think yeah. he's going to kill... You're on. That'd they be great. have given him, they've taken him very low, mm-hmm. and then they did give him a very obviously redeemable spot when he helped Sansa escape. Yes, yes, he was he was redeemed. Mm-hmm. So that redeemed him for a bit, and now he's right back where he started. And yeah, 
it may be something else where he kills Euron or he may end up. Oh, uh, no, I'm, I'm giving him too much. I was going to say he may end up riding the dragon that gets caught. Yeah, you're right. No damn dragon. Yeah, he's not going to ride a dragon. Yeah. Not doing that. He's food. Yeah. He'll end up doing something. Yeah, he will. He'll definitely get redeemed. Okay. So that's, I, I don't think he's going to. He's a character that you want to see do well at the end of it. He's gone through so much shit. Mm-hmm. You feel bad for him. He did just bitch out and jump over that boat. Mm hmm. But you know what? I did read somebody say, uh, and Boo, me and Boo were talking about this, and I said, actually, Boo had read this, that what good would it have done for him to charge Euron at that moment? Yeah. Right? No, no, no good would have come from him doing anything but jumping off the boat. No, Euron would have killed him for sure. Yes. And would have killed Yara, Yara for mm-hmm. sure. So he would have, they both would have died. Yeah. So at least this gives him a chance maybe to go after her again. She's alive. She's mm-hmm. not dead. Mm-hmm. So we know that. Cool. Okay, great. I can't wait till episode three. We're going to have a rundown on it after Mm -hmm. we watch it. Okay, let's talk about this episode that we just watched. We had Tracy Gardner on, obviously, this episode, Mm -hmm. but um, we recorded last night. But we wanted to get this part in there for you because we just watched episode number three, season seven, and it did not disappoint at all. This was the big big meeting between ice and fire and it was great and it was awesome boo what'd you think about this crazy episode by the way we're gonna spoil it so spoiler warnings if you don't want to be spoiled for episode three season seven game of thrones then forward this about five minutes or ten minutes or whatever (laughs) all right all right go ahead boo yeah uh so the meeting you know that everybody's waiting past six seasons for this meeting to happen and it was awesome because um uh, what's her name? Uh, the Daenerys, Daenerys is. She knows that she is the rightful queen. She knows that she's going to take the throne. And she's going to, and it's going to happen. Jon Snow walks in there, knowing he's the king in the north. He says, "I don't care about any of that. That doesn't matter right now. What matters is the fight against the uh, the the, the, the White Walkers. That needs to be at the forefront. And he does not bend the knee. He does not give up. Nothing. He says." I don't, I, that, that's all nonsense right now because all of us are going to die. And I like how he pushed that forward because nobody else is thinking about that but him. That was great. And then, um, what, what Cersei is doing throughout the show is masterful. It is fantastic to see and hear. So to see it all come to fruition and how, how cunning she is is incredible to see. We've seen it throughout the show, but now we're seeing it as she's, far as she's taking warfare. it level. Yeah, yeah, it's it's incredible to see because she is a genius. She is a monster, but a she genius. is a monster. Yeah, she is a genius. Yeah. She really is. Yeah, and then um, what she does against um, the uh, the lady from Dorne is perfect. Oh, perfect. That's exactly what I thought she was going to do. It was great. I was like, I was wondering what was going to happen. I was like, you know that 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 works. That fits. I, well, did I thought that. she was going to kill her. In front of her, yeah, but right there instantly. But mm. she played it perfectly. Oh yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, so she's a G. Uh, yeah, and um, the one thing I do not like, but it has to happen. Daenerys is getting pissed because she's starting to lose, and this is the first time she's ever uh, uh, meeting failure. It's true. So I, I think that's going to be not a downfall, but she, she's going to have to reset what the way she thinks and who she's actually going against right. so it should be interesting continuing on so yeah uh, by far the greatest episode of the season oh you think so yeah so far yeah. okay what did you think less wow greatest episode of the season 
Well, we only have three, so... It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just has gotten better, though. It has definitely ramped up. Even when you don't get a lot of the violence and gore or a big battle, you still get enough. I think I like what they're doing now is they're giving us just enough throughout the first three episodes. What I don't like is how easily Highgarden and Dorn are being wiped off. Yeah, well, how does like, that happen? Just completely ambushed, wiped out. What kind of strength did the Tyrells have then if this episode they got beaten so easily? Like, I don't understand that. Like, I don't get how they were able to amass this great army and help during the Blackwater, but then all of a sudden to be sitting back in their home turf and just get defeated in a day. No, no, not in a day, in a few hours. And completely taken down, like wiped out. Yeah. Completely. Mm -hmm. Like, that is baffling. These two are Highgarden and Dorn are like two of the greatest. They produce some of the greatest warriors mm-hmm. in game in the Song of Ice and Fire. They're great rivals themselves, and the Dornish bring out the best in their enemies because they're so damn badass. It's just, I just can't stand how that's happening. But you know what? You know, they have to. Fall. They have to move the pace. Yeah, and someone's, gotta, yeah. someone's got to fall. So I'd rather it be them than Grey Worm and the Unsullied. The, the fight at the at Castle Rock wasn't bad. It was very no, it good. wasn't bad. No, I mean, like visually, it was pretty, pretty, yeah, it was cool. Awesome. It was pretty yeah. cool. But what I'm saying is, is that you're losing massive armies, or at least their Daenerys's arms are being cut off. Mm-hmm. You know, she's losing allies at such an easy rate. Mm-hmm. It's just not cool to like see that. It when we last saw last season, we were like, oh hell yeah, dude, Daenerys is a juggernaut. Yeah, she, yeah, she's, she's got Storm, she's yeah, got Highgarden, she's got the Thraki, Unsullied, the dragons. The Iron Fleet. She's got it all. She was rocking. <laughs> and you're like, okay. And then all of a sudden, crushed. She's lost a third of her fleet, two-thirds of her army. Mm-hmm. And now, but you know what? The Dothrakian dragons are not half bad. And she, picked, she did bad, gain yeah. an ally in Jon Snow. And the not North yet. It's it's, it's happening, man. It's happening. Yet. It's happening. It's working. And she's smitten over him. You see that little oh, look at the course. very end? Yeah. She had a little I mean, who, thing. It's, it's Jon Snow. Snow. I'm yeah. smitten over Yeah, exactly. I love Jon Snow. <laughs> uh, what I do like. Is, I know Jon Snow. Yeah. <laughs> what I do like is Euron Greyjoy. He oh, he's just, fantastic. The other, like, Ramsey and some of those guys, Joffrey, you hated them. Like, you're just like, these guys are stupid. We hate them. They're cruel. They have they don't bring anything, but this guy's got some flash. Like he's yeah. just got this. He's like, a doucher, man. Yeah, but he's got a oh, flare to him it. where you're just like, oh, oh hell yeah, it. dude. Like you you're just what like, he yeah. said to Jamie. Wow. Oh, holy hell. Wow. But you like it. him not having oh, yeah. a filter is actually well, really cool. Well, not and only that, he, has, he doesn't have a filter, but he knows Jamie can't act upon it at mm, that moment. No, so it's he, all good. Yes. So yeah, just him being a a, a great warrior because he can fight. Yeah, he whooped ass in the last episode, mm-hmm. and then to just he just has a nice, nice flair for the dramatic. I love yeah. the charisma. It just great. sucks that we get him. Now, now in this mm-hmm. game, you yes. know what I mean. And and he's, out of and seven he's, seasons, we finally get him now. And he's gonna die at the he's end. Gotta he's gotta die. Yeah. So he's yeah, gotta so die. it's 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 gonna suck. Yeah. He's, and his goal is to kill Jamie. Yeah. I mean that's his that's his mm-hmm. end game right. because he knows you can't stick around and marry Cersei's while he's still there. While he's still. But, there. but you know he's gonna die in a way where he's gonna say something clever and douchey mm-hmm. as he's dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, All right, I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. It's not gonna be one of those like God damn. Oh, it'd be great if so glad they killed him. You're gonna be like, it'd be great if Theon kills him. Ah, it may happen. It yeah. may happen. It may happen. And, and we still don't know what's what's happening with uh, Yara. She, we, we know she's captured and she's alive, but 
Oh, he's he's gonna he's find his. Oh, he's just gonna terrorize her. Yeah, he's gonna terrorize. At this her, point, it's about terrorizing your enemies. Mm-hmm. They're taking their sweet time. Cersei has a stranglehold on the crown. Everybody that's come together is like, it's just time to just terrorize people. Mm-hmm. We all know that they're hesitating. Yeah, and you know what else too is is Tyrion is is failing. Matt just failing. You know, right. Tyrion yeah. is uh, definitely failing, and the reason he. Wanted Castle Rock so bad, it pretty much is because his dad mm-hmm. built that thing up yes. again. So he felt like if he could take this over, it's like a big thing for him to prove to his father who's not there anymore. Yeah, who's dead? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's fueled so he's, by a, a, a vindic- right. vindictive. Right, it's not good. It's not good. It mm-hmm. just made some really bad decisions there. Right, exactly. I love the episode too. You guys pretty much summed it all up. I, do I think it was the best? You know what? It probably was the best just because Jon Snow. Daenerys met mm-hmm. and how cool was that we've been waiting for this for seven seasons mm-hmm. and it finally happened and it didn't disappoint nope Jon Snow didn't be- get down on his knee which I'm so happy about yeah he will later guaranteed but but, but for a different reason to ask her to marry him yeah yeah <laughs> you, you know what else sorry to interrupt no, no, what else I'm noticing is, is I like how everything the tables are turning so fast yeah so enemies so Davos and Tyrion meet and they're talking Right away, Tyrion sh- takes a shot at him about mm-hmm. bla- the Blackwater. Yep. Then later on, takes another shot. Like, we would have taken it. And Tyrion's like, almost. You, did, you almost took yeah. it. Yeah. He's like, almost. <laughs> what was cool is that they've done this so quickly in a, in a way where you're not going to sit there and hate each other for the next five or six episodes. Mm-hmm. They got rid of it. They're done with it. Mm-hmm. And on the same side now, let's give us move on. Yeah. Just take mm-hmm. your quips. Yeah. Take your shots at each other and keep going. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. And and then the uh, the the Red Witch separating herself sped things up even more. Yes. It was, it was nice the way they did it. And she butts out and she goes somewhere else. Great. Her job is done. She's out. Let's move past and she's that. she's coming back though. Remember? Oh yeah, she will. But but it, it didn't slow down the whole meeting and all that. Exactly. Davos oh, isn't pissed. She scared Varys. She's scared the shit out of yeah. Varys. I never see Varys that scared. No. Yeah. He was shaking in his boots. Yeah. He almost never shows fear. No, yeah. he doesn't. Even when he had was threatened by Daenerys. The yeah, last yeah, he, yeah, he, he still didn't like, shake. Yeah. Really, no, she, she said was, what she said to him. Right. I have to die in this land just like you. Mm-hmm. He was like, huh? Exactly. He was like, huh? What? 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 <laughs> wait, what? Wait a minute. So can't wait till next episode. Mm-hmm. It's been such a great season. It's been worth the wait. Yep. Every episode's like a season finale so far. <laughs> so keep it up. Game of Thrones, you guys are killing it. Yep. It's time for the Flash Round. This is where we try to figure out what's in that big old noggin of yours. You ready? Good luck. All right, Tracy, the last thing we're going to do with you is the Flash Round. Are you ready for this? I'm going to explain yeah. to you exactly what we're doing. So I'm going to give you a choice between two things or ask you a question point blank. blank, And you have to answer it as fast as you can, top of your head, first answer. <laughs> first thing that pops so in So let's there. just say I would just give you... Um, Wonder Woman. I'll just say Wonder Woman or Batman. Wonder Woman. Okay, see how you did that? You're fantastic. So that's what we're going to do. You ready to play the flash round, Tracy Garner? Yes. Here we go. Luke or Han? Han. Favorite musical group, band, or solo artist? The Smiths. Nice. Nice, Tracy. This is great. (laughs) Brad Pitt or George Clooney? George Clooney. Good choice. uh, Friends or Seinfeld? Seinfeld. Okay. Batman or Superman? Batman. Jason or Freddy Krueger? Ooh, Jason. Favorite cuss word? Cunt. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Beyonce or Rihanna? Rihanna. How dare you? 
<laughs> Al Pacino or Robert De Niro? Al Pacino. Favorite cereal? Cocoa Pop. Naboo or Coruscant? Ooh, Coruscant. Johnny Grasso or Haas? Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You're, you're, oh. the first person, you're the first person not to say Haas, yeah. by the way. Oh no, I love both of them. I was I was there for the inception of the Johnny Boy. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I, I lived with Randy. That was like my yeah. 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 No, that's okay. I'm just messing with you though. You did really well. Yeah, that was good. Good job, Tracy. You might have been the quickest out of anybody. Yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> you had it. You had your words. You yeah. had you had your decisions. Very cool. Uh, what did you say for Al Pacino or Robert De Niro? Um, I think I said Al Pacino. Good for you. I'm a big Pacino guy too, but the Beyonce Rihanna one, we need to work on that. <laughs> oh, I love Rihanna. She's so dirty. No, I love her too. I think she's great. She's she's. Awesome. I just want to like party with Rihanna. I wouldn't party with Beyonce. She would not be fun. Like, good question. I would party with Rihanna if if there's a party at Beyonce's house. I would go. Good, good one. Yeah, but don't you think but, it would like kind of suck? But at a night out, mm. I would go with Rihanna. If we're going out somewhere, if we're going out partying at a club I'm like in Vegas. Rihanna, Rihanna. Beyonce's. That woman gonna be like, ain't nobody walking on this white carpet. Party or not. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there. I'll take my shoes yeah. off and everything. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I, I couldn't I, like be a full spread. Beyonce's house. Yes, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Kind of wet, but I, I'm still would be at Beyonce's because I can't say no to Beyonce. How are you gonna <laughs> say no to Beyonce? Beyonce will get wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Rihanna, Rihanna's like the girl yeah. that you go over and she has like all the wrong cups for stuff and like everything's just like fuck it and like that's you true. know yeah. you know that girl. No, I know. Mm-hmm. No, I know that girl. Yeah, You're absolutely yeah, right about her. That's yeah. exactly how it would be. She wouldn't give a fuck. Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh, well, this, this, Tracy, this has been an absolute pleasure for us. Thank you okay. so much. Thank you for, this thank you really for taking, this has been great. Yeah. Thank you for coming on and thank you for taking time and arranging this from, even from Australia. You're in the future right now, by the way. I know. Yeah. It is Sunday afternoon for me. My gosh. Yeah. Get yeah. some, yes. yeah. Get some rest. Get some sleep. <laughs> Thank you yeah. so much for coming on. Tell people where they can find you and listen to your wonderful podcast. So my podcast is Rebel Girl. So it's um, Rebel and then Girl G R R R L, like cool. Riot Girl. Yeah. And then we're um, we're making Star Wars. So if you're gonna making Star Wars, we're on the homepage. Um, and then I'm Feminist Nerd on all social media. So Twitter, Instagram, all one the of the stuff. coolest handles. Thank you again for coming on. And we got to do this again very soon. Awesome. Play, Cheers. Play, please say hi to Adam. Yeah. And oh, no. he's asleep. Ho- ho- <laughs> he's asleep. And hopefully you guys will see some spiders. Yeah. Yeah. See some actual wildlife. Yeah. Some- I'm like mentally prepared for them. And they just, you know, haven't haven't shown their faces yet. Right. Right. Drink some PBR. Yeah. And, and enjoy yourself down under. Yeah. That sounded really perverted, didn't it? Yeah. Enjoy yourself down under. That's not. That was, <laughs> After just a PBR. That was really bad. <laughs> All right, guys. We will see you on episode 52. Yes. Of The Sit List. Sweetness. Sweetness. I was only joking.